Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. Number one spot, we a number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we a number one spot. Talk to me, baby, talk, 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 talk to me. Come on, man, one more time, one more time, one more time. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in here to the Tuesday, February 20th edition of D-Lo McKay-C. I'm Damian Borling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We in here, man. Celebrating black history is <laughs> only Odyssey can. Well, well, I'll tell you, I was, this, this would have been an episode. This would have been an episode today. Would, is, there, it, is there a, it would have been. is there an office-like episode you, for this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, so I was, 
asked not to put it on social media. Not. I well, that's fine. I, that's fine. If you were, hey, I, I, I was not going it, to do that. Well, no, yeah. So go, just Jesse, just jump, jump out real quick. Go look at the cloth. Go look at the. It's not a tablecloth, but like the table covering. Yeah, under the food. Okay. Just go take a quick peek I, at that. Come back and report what you see. I ain't even. I ain't even. I got. I was. I we, look. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I got I got jokes, so I can't even say the jokes. No, no, uh, no. The jokes will stay. <laughs> I, it's a very a very rare occasion where the jokes will stay in house. <laughs> the jokes will stay in house, but yeah, yeah, Lizzy, 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 it's jokes. it's not far off. Happy Black History Month, Eminem. It's it's not it's not that it's not that far off. <laughs> and I have to be a little bit clearer when I say things sometimes because we posted a picture on the KSFM IG page. It said, like, Happy Black History Month, and it was all these hip-hop artists, and the only person I could see was Eminem. <laughs> and then I saw, like, Macklemore, and it was like, all right, I'm out. Like, <laughs> Jesse? What, what, am I, what am I looking for? It's just, it's just it's, The whole thing yeah, is not the best. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not how we yeah, do check, this. Check, check yeah. your text. Yeah, yeah. That's just not the way we do it. Hey, okay, no, th- that ass. That's the first. Okay, I saw. I, yep. I caught that. Yeah, no, I swear yeah. I caught that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. No, that's the. F- if anything came, that was the first one that came to mind. Sometimes it's it's it's, it's done out of love, that's, and that's 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 I can I can accept that half the time. I get it more more times than not. If it's done out of love, if it's done out of respect, I'll I'll accept that. Accept that I will. <laughs> and a black person ordered it. So, like, yeah, I don't I even know what we're supposed to do yeah. with this information. Oh, well, it's, it's done then out of love. Do better. Like, consult us. Trying to be an, talk, uh, an talk, ally. Talk, you know what I'm saying? Talk. So, it's okay. It's oh, okay. Well, you can't. We just got to teach. You can't be black and try to be an ally. No, not her specifically. Oh. <laughs> just the people, the, the, the group of people trying uh, to be no, allies. No, I get, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So no. That's when, that's when we teach. Yeah. That's it's, when we uh, teach. Yeah, shout out to uh, a barbecue spot in El Grove oh, that came out through. Yeah, 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 McHugh's came through. Big ups. Um, big ups. Yeah, look, 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 I didn't see half them people in the meeting, but they over there eating. Look, I, t- I told Kimberly, hey, make sure you set something aside. Set something aside. Because look, it's a vultures, man. Right. Celebrating Black History Month without us. <laughs> it's the longest meeting we've had in six months. Oh, man. Unbelievable. I'm too. I'm I'm hella hungry. I can't lie. I'm never hungry. But I kind of knew our boy. Was, good. I kind of knew our boy was coming today. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's why I didn't, I didn't pack are. a lunch. Yeah, I didn't pack a lunch today because of that. Neither. We're such children. <laughs> like, oh, they're dropping off food today. <laughs> Bro, I have two lunches I didn't eat last week that are still in the fridge because they brought food last Yo, week. No facts. I still got my uh, my sandwich is still in the fridge. About three uh, four days. Reese is getting on me like, why do you have that three day old sandwich in there? Well, well, it's still good. It's wrapped up. It's in refrigerator. It's good. I'm gonna have it tomorrow. Probably. How long do you can can like? How long can that happen? I mean, I, my thought is cooling? probably like a, a like it's it's already pushing the limits for me personally. Not that it's unhealthy, but I probably would make a new sandwich. Um, but it's probably like a week. Yeah, about a week, yeah. unless it's, it starts looking funny before that. Yeah, it's wrapped up. You know, it's refrigerated. All this other stuff. So it's it's, it's cool. But me personally, like if I if I was being wasteful, I'd be like, ah, it's been a day too long for me. I need mm. to make a new one. But I'm not going to be wasteful. Okay. Welcome to the show. Yeah. We in here. Strong, Are we? 
So, I mean, I, I guess I always got to play play the other side of the of the of the um, conversation. But are are we going to uh, endlessly complain about the All Star Game as well? I mean, that's what no. everybody in the country is doing. No, James, I the insiders just ask. I don't care. If you're I, still putting yourself through that, that's your fault. Yeah, like I I I don't mean to like I don't mean this to mean like. I don't mean this to mean any type of things towards those athletes. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to endlessly bitch and complain about something. It's an unpaid game for those guys. They go off. It's an exhibition. That's all it is. I get Adam Silver wants this. I guess it used to be this and it used to be that. Bro, that's not the case anymore. And instead of sitting around and festering and this is irredeemable and this is embarrassing and it's LeBron James's fault. And this is, I didn't watch. I watched it. I didn't. Like but but that but but you're asking me am I going to endlessly complain? No, I didn't watch. I did something else with my Saturday night. I watched the Iron Claw. I watched the Color Purple. I didn't I didn't I didn't care. I, Whatever I needed to see, mm-hmm. I saw. I saw Luca try to throw him. I saw that. That, that was, was funny. funny. That made oh, me laugh. That was funny stuff. I saw I saw Tyrese going off at the beginning. Yeah. Uh I saw uh Steph and Sabrina uh, I saw the dunks that mattered. I saw uh, Jalen's mishap. I saw all of that stuff, and I saw it in the span of five minutes on Twitter. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I watched all All-Star, All-Star Weekend Saturday was great night. for me in that case. <laughs> I saw all All-Star Saturday night. I saw all of the game. It was on, like, you know, just with the family. I'm not paying ultimate attention to it all the time, but it's on. I still like it. It's just, I didn't think the game was good. At all, but I didn't expect the game to be good. You know, I watched it. There's nothing on. There's nothing else on on a Sunday in the middle of February. Um, throw the game on. See what it is. Like it's 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 whatever. I wish it was better. You know, I think those guys to a certain degree should be embarrassed by their performance or lack thereof. Um, you know, I got I got all the 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 same qualms. Why should they be embarrassed though? I mean, because that's if you're got if you're going to do it, if you're going to be part of the All Star game. Like have some have some competitive pride in what you're doing, but why? Because you said I'm what going do you to show get up and be there. Like what? I, I, but but what personal you, pride. I don't I don't think any of them are damaged personally by not. That's probably part of the problem. I don't. But why? I, I this is this is where you and I don't. Why is this a big deal? Because it's not were, a real basketball game. You, it's you, an exhibition. You were game. selected to play in a game as an all star. By your your peers, your coaches, the fans, you were selected to do that. You decided to show up. If you decide to show up, so that means you right. have to go out there and and be competitive and try to win the game. More competitive than what they are. I ain't saying you got to treat it like the playoffs, but that's a that's a joke. The way they were playing out there, that's a that that is a joke. I mean that that is yeah. A, I don't that disagree. Is waste, that is a waste of everybody's time, including their own. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna behave like that. You're gonna play like that, then don't show up. You don't have to show up. I don't disagree with any of that. I just feel like that's what the game is. Yeah, and they, that should be an embarrassment. And like I said, if you're gonna approach the game that way, as a, as one of those players, you're entitled to that. You don't have to show up. You don't have to show up. You don't have to show up. But if you're going to show up, put together a little bit better effort than that. I love this. I can't. I can't. Joel says, D'Lo, clearly not a hooper. Yeah, welcome to the show, jackass. I'm not. Also, clearly neither are the 30 all-stars that were selected. 
because they approach the game the same way I did. They don't care. Shout out to Nikki D. Big up What's Nikki up, Nikki D? D? We see Shout you. Shout out to her. Look, no, no, that's yeah, fine. We Nikki, are here. You ain't in no. Nikki D. Check see, it out. See. You know, Nikki got us taken care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki, Nikki, the queen of the hats, too. Absolutely. Nikki is Absolutely. the queen of the hats. Look, man, I got the silverware, too. She ain't yeah. playing Nikki, with us. Nikki did that. Oh, she gave me. No, thank you. I appreciate you. Nice Thanks, you Nikki D. Mm-hmm. You girl. see? That's my girl. See? Come on now. You see? We stick me, Nikki, Jonathan, Kimberly. We stick together Got in to. here. Got to. Yep. I just had a conversation yesterday about that. Teaching. Well, you got to. <laughs> Teaching. Got to. You got to. Got to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I do. I do. Um, Clearly Luka Doncic isn't a hooper either because I don't know what he was thinking when he did that. Oh, he was trying something. Are you allowed to say if if you're not happy in in Dallas, you can come here? Is I that don't think so? I thought he, is I thought, he gonna get? I thought fi- that was a, a a magic situation. Is Jokic gonna get fined for that? Magic or, but Magic, fined. but Magic was a a team. Uh, he wasn't a player. Yeah, can players, players say, it? Can say that? I don't know if anybody. The first thing that. I saw because everybody gets their ha-has because you know they love Jokic. <laughs> it was like I don't think he's allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't think I. I there's I don't I don't know. But what's I happen, also but feel like it's I different. Feel like I also right. feel like it's different with players. I just don't think you're allowed to say that publicly. Yeah, but it may, maybe it is different with players, but they get fined for requesting trades publicly. So, like the same way, the league or the front office would get fined for. Um, Whatever they do with trades, players can't request a trade. I, my whole point is, I think some of those things with like publicly saying stuff in the media, or everybody gets in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. I get, yeah, we find out here. I'm real not necessarily. Soon. I'm not necessarily saying he should. <laughs> Adam, I just think he might. Adam might find everyone in the All Star oh, game. Adam was not happy. Adam was not happy. <laughs> Adam was. <laughs> Adam was sitting there like. Y'all couldn't have tried for one year. Adam, Adam just was, one year with our with our TV contract, like hanging in the balance, like a money in the bank briefcase. Y'all just couldn't have tried one year Adam, to make Adam, this look Adam good. Adam was supposed. I just, I, I do think that, um, I do think they should should play a little harder than what they do. I don't think that's asking. I don't a disag- lot. I don't disagree either. And I don't but think that's asking a lot to say just, like, hey, treat it a little bit more like a game. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I didn't like. I'd love. I'd love to go back to watching the All Star game. Mm. But if that's not what they're gonna do, then I, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna sit around and complain about. I it. I was a little interested in the 200 points because I. Oh, me up, too. I yeah. Said, Has this ever happened? And when I saw they it, hadn't. Didn't. Yeah. And I, I was sitting there with Reese, and it looked like foregone conclusion that you're getting 200. And then the East start missing shots. Yeah. And the clock kept ticking. I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to happen, Reese. I don't know if it's going to happen. Other than the very beginning when Ty was hitting all those shots, mm-hmm. and the and that was the only other time like I popped into the game was at the end because I wanted to see I wanted to see them get to 200. It would have been more compelling, though, if it was 213 to 208. <laughs> Instead was, of they beat their ass by 40 or 30 yeah. or whatever it was, and it's like, all right. Okay. Yeah, it kept getting to the point where – got like 12 and you're like all right maybe something could happen and then literally in 45 seconds it'll be backed up to 27 i got a i got a uh probably an opinion that we'll disagree on okay well we'll talk about that plus uh more importantly how big of a deal is making the all-star game when it comes to all nba 
Uh, we'll talk about that. Probably not as big of a deal as you think. We've got that coming up here. We're just getting started. Happy that you're here with us. Dealing with KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We just in here eating. Sorry, the mic was off. I was eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nikki D for taking care of us. Shout out to McHugh's. Man, that is good stuff right there. Big ups, big ups. Man, I didn't, okay, I I didn't expect this. They want to talk All-Star game. Let's talk about it. Hey, so before we talk about it, I saw a tweet from uh, this guy, Nate Jones, who's like, he doesn't cover the league. He did some work with Damon. Utah, right? Portland. Portland. No, that's Tony Jones. Oh, Tony Jones, okay. Nate Jones is a guy who I think, I don't know if he's like Dame's manager, Dame Lillard's manager or whatever. Okay. But he's like uh he's almost like a like a Nick DePaula type guy. Maybe a little bit more of a manager and agent, but connected to the league like that, right? Okay. And he was like he had a tweet. He was like, I just had a career day where I was talking to third, fourth, fifth graders, sixth graders. They all knew about the all star game. None of them said it sucked. Okay. So I say that saying like mm-hmm. people are smart, like, well, man, we talking like I think there's a lot more people out there that were kind of um they didn't have a problem with it. Not mm-hmm. that they loved it, but they didn't have a problem with it. It was the all star game, it was all star Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I don't think kept, there's anything moving. I don't think there's anything wrong with All Star Saturday night. Oh, uh, they were they were trying to flame All Star Saturday Night on Saturday Night. <clears throat> really? Yeah, they. I always find they were that not happy. the three point contest good. I love the the Steph and Sabrina stuff. Really? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could do with mm-hmm. that you could expand on that moving forward. You know, with Caitlin and Kelsey Plum and a lot a lot of different individuals. Uh, I just think people want, you know. The Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins dunk contest, yeah. right? You want every contest to be this Vince Carter one or the, the Zach Gordon, Levine, man. yeah. And that's and those, those are the are, greatest ones of all time. Yeah, those, those are, are like those are special yeah. because they're 
that's what they are. Like, no one complains about the David Thompson dunk contest, right? Or the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's there are other ones outside of, you had a stretch of, I think, what, like 86, 87, 88. Well, what happened in 89 and 90? Kenny Scott. And 90, did, like, does anyone talk about Cedric Sabalos and his fake blindfold? And, oh, and I think that was, that I think that was 92. Yeah, don't do that. Anybody say. do that? Don't do that. Hey, we talk about Blake half-ass jumping over a Kia. Like, come on, man. Like, that's not good. The All-Star, I mean, the All-Star game. The dunk contest was trash, but it was what it was. Like, I'm, I'm, now I'm Mr. NBA. I love the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm the wrong guy to say about this. But I, we got some food. You know, me and the, and the family, we got some food. It was, it was not like, oh, can't wait on the edge of our seats. But it was Saturday. There was nothing else on. We throwing on All Star Saturday night. We watching that. The next day, got some more food. We had a tournament in the morning. Got home. We watching All Star game. Like that's what we do. That's mm-hmm. what we do every middle of February. And um, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's underwhelming. It's all right. It's whatever. I feel like we romanticize a lot of what it was back then too. Because you mentioned the Blake Griffin dunk. I saw people on Twitter. Oh, like. This, like remember Blake Griffin when he jumped over the car no, or whatever like not, like dude was like not, nobody yeah, was, was like like good. when that happened nobody was like oh that was crazy Blake Griffin like nobody was like happy about it that at the time. That was so underwhelming. I feel like people romanticize what it used like everything what everything used to be. It was way better when Kobe jumped over the Aston Martin. Boy. And that was real. <laughs> way better. <laughs> that was real. Well, that was it was still real to me. Damn it. Let's get Matt in here nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up? What's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I like basketball a lot. I wouldn't call myself a purist, but it's one of my favorite sports. One of my other favorite sports I, I watch a lot. I know you guys don't really talk about it, but it's soccer. And I follow the MLS specifically. And what the MLS does with their all-star game, it's a little different, but they bring in, um, you know, they usually bring in like a big-name uh, European team to come and play the uh, MLS all-stars. So there's no East versus West. It's MLS All-Stars versus, you know, Real Madrid or Barcelona or whoever you want to name. Um, I think it would be interesting. Now, if you want to make the game more competitive, um, do away with the East and West. Just go back to pick however many All-Stars, 14, 15 players, and let them take on a team, uh, you know, whoever wins the Euro championship. Bring the, bring that, bring those guys over here, and let's really see how we all stack up. Because I, I really genuinely think if you want to talk about pride and stuff like that, they would they would show some pride then because I don't think you would see NBA players wanting to lose or even wanting to have a close game. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Even no, having even have a close game against uh, against European teams and 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 you know the level over there is really high. So I think it could be competitive. But just a little idea I had. I want to know what you guys think. Yeah, I feel like the. Uh... I, hi, hi Kim. The food was terrific. Thank you. No, no, we're not. We're live. No, it's fine. No, because people can hear the door slam. No, it's good. No, they can. No, it's good. You're doing great, though. This is fantastic. Should just close the it food again. Was ma- no, yeah, no, that was, that was good. That was good. I love our people. I lo- hey, you're terrific. No, no, I understand that. The the food is amazing. Hey, don't let all them eat it though, because I think I'm gonna want some more. Yes. Yeah. You could leave. You could leave. You could leave the mac and cheese out for me. No, no pork and beans for me. Thank How you. are we not number one after this? <laughs> I don't understand. We just placed an order with our executive ass- assistant. Oh, she said acknowledge me. Oh, my, my bad, boss lady. Okay, man, just got chastised. Yeah, we, we, we didn't even say nothing bad about her. No, at least not this time. 
Um, the USA versus the the NBA versus the world. The U that's been bantered about forever, but mm. it, it's NBA versus the world, right? So it's <laughs> let's let's we're talking about Jokic, right, and Luca on the NBA team, right? Okay, I just want to make sure well, we got that the, clear. The other thing, and I, I like Giannis. I just want to make sure we've got this lined up right. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But the thing, the problem with that one, and I like. Matt trying to think outside the box. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with that. Um, but you're going to be cutting off half the all-star team. Mm-hmm. And we already feel like two yeah, guys Yeah, that's now. right. Yeah. So, you know, that that's where it would run into something. They used to um, they used to do that tournament of champion things after the season with the NBA champion. Mm-hmm. They would play in like a kind of how people talked about over the summer after the, the sprinter talked about the world champion or what or whatever. I used to play in the tournament of champions, a world that's championship. That's still funny. The world <laughs> champion of what? But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the the way you would, if these guys aren't going to be left to their you know own competitive nature of trying to put on a better product, money might be the case. A lot of those guys make a lot of money, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think they'll turn down a million dollars. <laughs> like, no, like I don't the, think so. I mean, will, all these guys will do a little bit more than what they do if a million each was on the line. Well, I I, I keep thinking about the playing, but I also or not the playing, the not the I'm sorry, the, the in season. season. Yeah, but that's also not like there were. There's 40 million a year guys on the All Star team. Mm-hmm. There the. Max McClung or whatever his name, no disrespect, but like, mm-hmm. is he an NBA guy? G League guy right now. That's that's okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, Orlando, I think it was. He's not on the All Star team. No. So the million now again, not to say that these guys will turn their nose up at a million dollars, but I also don't think it has the same. Hey, we trying to get our whole our whole team gets five hundred. Like Keon Ellis gets five hundred thousand dollars if we win this thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the squad, Freeport. Gets five hundred thousand dollars if we if we win this thing. Right. It's a little different when it's you know Dame's sixty million dollar a year contract. Right. Getting an added and, you know million. And, and I'm, these, I'm certainly I'm not counting their pockets. Yeah. But and well, and that's where these guys you know just being more competitive, not being afraid. I think some of it has to do with being afraid of being embarrassed um, or being a meme or something. That's like why. <laughs> that's why that people talking about the one-on-one tournament. I think Dwight tweeted that. I think a few people. That, that's why that'll never happen. No, there no. no one will ever do that. These guys, and but but a part of that comes from you know being competitive. And I, like I said, I don't want to disrespect these guys and say they're not competitors because to get to this point, they they absolutely got to be competitors on on some level. But I think a lot of them are also afraid of being embarrassed, and that. That ain't competitive. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's that's not competitive. Like they're whether it was the one on one or just like really going out and trying to play a, a solid game, they're afraid of being embarrassed. And I think that's a little I think that's a little whack. Well I hear you. Let's get Lazy. I have a response to that. Okay. What's up, Lazy? Yo, D-Lon Casey, what's good, guys? What's up, my man? H-A-L. What's good? Hey, D-Lon, man, we're in sync today. Yo, I couldn't agree with you more. This was the first year I didn't watch the All-Star game. I 
didn't really care about it. I know the players aren't going to take it serious. Um, one thing I was going to bring up that you were, you guys just talked about was the tournament. You know, wouldn't it, I know you guys say it probably wouldn't be uh, like really likely, but wouldn't it be cool to see like a two on two tournament? You could have guys like Luca and, and Jokic versus LeBron and AD and all this and that. And it wouldn't be four quarters to be short. So maybe the guys would be a little bit more competitive. I know you guys say it wasn't, wouldn't be likely, but I think that would be a good short, like, short-term answer for this because obviously they're not going to go hard the full four quarters. Yeah, yeah but I don't, uh, Lizzie, I don't, I don't mean to shoot down everybody's idea, but the, the, the game, I don't think is the problem. The lack of competitiveness is the issue. They'll be just as lazy in a two-on-two as they are in half court in my, or full court in my opinion. That That's, that's my concern is like, mm. just because it's two-on-two or three-on-three, they're still not going to play no defense. They still going to, walk around with their hands down and let these guys shoot threes. Maybe. I Maybe. Don't see I, I think I, I think I well I think you said something a second ago um about them like these guys don't want to be embarrassed. Mm. And people like, you know, Jordan used to do this and this guy used to do that. And everything is the way that it used to be, right? Mm. And we don't acknowledge how different our consumption of media is. I just mentioned I'm not going to complain or be frustrated. I didn't watch. I saw everything I needed to see in short bursts on social media, and it was no big deal. Like, I had no, no, no issue with it. But that could be part of the issue. Like, you, you, you're, you're Tatum, right? And you're, 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 you're Tatum and uh, uh, Trey Young against Luka and Nikola Jokic or whatever. And you're out there, and you want to win this, right? You're playing to win this, but you get crossed up, and you hit the deck. Luca looks at you, pulls up a three, ends the game like that. That clip goes and lives like forever and ever and ever and ever and on social media. Mm. And it's not, it's not, it's not in, it's not like in the in the in the because that happens if it's the Celtics versus, you know, the Mavericks. Mm. Those those clips get cut, and they ultimately they they ultimately live forever. These will live longer because they don't play again until. Thursday, true, right? True. You know what I mean. And in in the way the way we consume this stuff, again, I'm not excusing like anything. I'm just also trying to. I'm trying to see the other side of this, mm-hmm. right? How you know everything hits social media instantly, 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 and you have one mishap. You're out there trying against the other stars in the game, and you out there you have a mishap. <sighs> Boy, you to talk to. You to talk to Stephen A's for the next four days. Yes, true, but that could happen in the, the regular game. Like it, 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 it could, it, it it does. Yeah, I just don't think it happens. It, it it's not for as long. Like for instance, see, and I think also so the the flip side. All right, Peter, flip side. Man, to this shame whole, what happened to flip side. Damn shame. Um, to the whole like the way we consume things nowadays is, and this is maybe maybe I'm just making an argument for argument's sake. I'm not saying this guy's an all-star. Mm-hmm. But Brandon Knight, when I say Brandon Knight, what's the first thing that comes to your mind as far as like a highlight or anything like that? Uh, Do you remember what, what, who Brandon what, 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 Knight is? I remember who Brandon Knight is. No, Jesse's not in there. Nikki, what, what, what comes to your mind when I say Brandon Knight? Brandon Knight? Yeah. Some superhero stuff. <laughs> See, she was thinking of the Dark Knight. <laughs> but Brandon Knight is the DeAndre Jordan mm-hmm. when he got dunked on by DeAndre the Jordan on the alley-oop and yeah and all that that one yeah okay that's the first thing people think of ask me what the first thing I think of when I, you say Damon Jones is 
<laughs> Damon Joe, yeah. what is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's LeBron it's, it's, and all this. It's King, yeah. The whole, and Leezy in here says DeAndre Jordan. That's the first thing that comes to his mind. Nobody thinks about what Kyrie did to him in an all-star game, which was just as embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Kyrie in the Rising Stars game dropped that man on his face. Mm-hmm. And the, my whole point is it feels like it lives forever. I mean, I remember it because I remember everything about basketball and stuff. But – but it, it doesn't live the same way as a regular game. I got you. I, I got you. But for them, it lives differently. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's different for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it is, but that's where I come at. I, like, may, maybe I shouldn't say that they shouldn't be scared, but. Well, I don't think I don't know. I, I, that's part of that's part of the that's yeah the and, nature of the beast. And like, we're probably up for. like we're probably reaching with this whole conversation. Like there could be absolutely no validity to this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like people have speculated that LeBron James won't enter a dunk contest or, or didn't you know twenty years ago or whatever because he didn't want to lose. Mm-hmm. And then like my counter argument would be like, what does he have to gain? Like you 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 criticize like oh he's just chasing Jordan he's chasing Jordan well yeah if he went and tried the dunk contest isn't that exactly what he's doing um, just chasing Jordan I'm now he all brought the greats did it before he him. he brought some of it on him no not all of the greats did it like LeBron did it and Kobe did it you mean Jordan and Kobe or, 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 Jordan Carter. yeah all the great dunkers did it Dominique uh, was considered one of the greats. was LeBron is LeBron considered a great dunker yeah 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 absolutely. The great, the great. There's also you tweeted that. something. Now Magic didn't do it because he ain't got bounced like that. So it's not necessarily the great players, but it's the great showmen, the great high flyers. They've all done it. I guess I never looked at LeBron as a high flyer. Yeah, I, yeah, like LeBron is a guy whose in-game dunks are spectacular to me because of how explosive he is. Mm-hmm. Like he, like, and his explosiveness is highlighted by like it's it's like De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. I don't like you tweeted. About there was only one man who could save the dunk contest, <laughs> and I thought, ah, <laughs> ah kind of what I like about Malik, the one man for those who didn't catch that was Malik Monk. Kind of what I like about Malik and De'Aaron is the same way. It's it's the LeBron effect. Mm. It's there. It's them getting past somebody. Mm. It's watching everyone else on the floor stuck as these three guys are moving in fast forward. And, you know, then they hit the takeoff button. Mm. I don't know if you eliminate all that other stuff if LeBron, De'Aaron, or Malik, if their dunks look the same to me. LeBron, for sure, he can do it. One of the things that uh, kind of hinders him a little bit is he's a one-foot dunker, like in a dunk mm-hmm. contest. So you're you're kind of limited to what you can do, so to speak. But, I mean, LeBron in a dunk contest, going off of one foot outside – the the paint doing a windmill is electric. Mm-hmm. It is electric. LeBron and these are games that he's these are dunks that he's done in games. LeBron from you know a foot outside the key doing his um, kind of the the wind, windmill reverse dunk like that's electric. That's a fifty. That's a fifty. If he's doing you know back when he was asked to do the dunk contest fifteen years ago, that's that's a fifty. That's a 50. Like he, he's in contention depending on who he's going up against of winning the dunk contest because of that. It doesn't it doesn't affect what I feel about him as an overall great. He's still number one or two of all time. But it's it's like, damn, man, I wish he would have done it one time. 
Okay. Here's here's what I was going to say that I think you're going to disagree with. Okay. I think everybody says it. You said it. I heard James say it earlier. People say it, you know, throughout NBA circles. I think the whole notion of All-Star Weekend being this exhausting process for the All-Stars is a little overblown. I think that's actually a lot overblown. Firmly disagree. I think it's a lot overblown. Yeah, firmly disagree. It's a lot. Why is it not overblown? Well, I I Well, maybe I should tell you why it is is overblown. They – it's not like me and you going to location to location. I'm not on my ways. I'm not driving. I'm not behind the seat driving – getting to trying to fight traffic to get there. Mm-hmm. These guys are in sprinters. They're chauffeured everywhere. Mm-hmm. They are VIPs in every event that they go to. Mm-hmm. And it's one day. Nobody's asking, maybe two. Nobody's asking them to do this for a week. It is one Saturday mostly of the year. It's not that big of a deal. Like I saw something with uh, Bam out of bio mm-hmm. and the, the agent was showing Bam had to go to this event, I think he had to go to like maybe two or three events, a practice, and then probably a Jordan party after all. Go to All Star Saturday night mm-hmm. and then go to a party. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that big of a deal, and it's one mm-hmm. day. You don't even do it. Like you're talking about, I just want to rest. You don't even do this in your regular season. Like when the when the when the Kings had the weekend off, they just sat around. Maybe they had a practice. You had a practice from 10 to 1 or something like that. But that's your rest. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't – What it'd be one thing – my point is it'd be one thing if you were asked to do that every single weekend. Mm-hmm. And the one weekend you looked at that you had a break, you had to go to Indianapolis and do that all over again. Mm-hmm. No, you're doing that one time out of the year, really. That doesn't mean it's not a lot, though. It, 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 it and it's not even a lot the same way, though. Yeah, I, dis- I disagree. Like, I, I understand that they're not driving, but, but that doesn't – just just because they're in cars that aren't that, that are chauffeured doesn't mean they're not stuck in traffic. It doesn't mean that they're not taking phone calls like, you, you know, Bam's agent laying that out. You got you also have like, you know, agent meetings that you've got to take, like you're meeting with your agent because there's 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 this was I, I think I wrote this into the show later. You, you, you know, the large contingent from ESPN was there. Mm-hmm. A large contingent from TNT was there. Did you see who else was there? This got uh, people talking. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was the Amazon. The boys. Yeah, the boys. large contingent from Adam Amazon Silver was Silver there. So he's so <laughs> <laughs> like, "Bro, trying to get this bag, and y'all messing around." There was a large contingent. <laughs> so, so those like, th- th- there's those types of things. You've got a, uh, you got a Nike deal. That means Nike has a suite at whatever hotel that you've got to, you know, stop in and visit and say hi to. The Sprite sponsor, or the what is the, the, the Starry sponsors, or Stormy, or whatever that drink is called. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of different people that you have to meet with, and and I get I get your point, and you're right. I do disagree, but it is the constant, it's the constant need to be on. Right, you get in your car, you get down for a second, you're getting driven. Okay, turn it back on because you got to go meet with such and such, such and such, such and such. All right, now we're going to All Star Game. All Star Game, you're on, mm-hmm. or not All Star Game? I'm sorry, uh, All Star Saturday Night. Yeah, to, to, different. Yeah. Different than than the other stuff, but but you're on, and then you're off to the Jordan party because you can't say no to the Jordan party. No, you're invited. Man. You have to go, <laughs> right? So again, I get your point that it's not every weekend. Oh, it's not. It's the, but I also will push back a little bit on it's not a long. It, it is a long process. Like 
uh, you have NBA Cares worked in there yeah. that you have to be and, a part of where you go job. out and you do a, you know, you're, you're meeting with, yo, I was a part of NBA Care. You're meeting with people like me yeah. out there. And, and my, but my thing, even with that, because people have mentioned NBA Cares, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying you're not literally at these places. You're at a, like five, six different things throughout the day. I understand that. But, and this is why I, I say I, overblown. I, they're not really building a house when they go to NBA Cares. Like it's it's not they're not building the foundation of the house. They're doing some photo op stuff. They're there. They may put a nail into one of the things to show that they're doing that. Then they take some more pictures with a big check, and you have your hard hat on and all this other stuff, and and then you're off to the next event. Like it's it's. You're, I'm not saying you don't have being there. Sometimes is is an effort in itself, but it's not the same as. Me and you at Solomon Vinyl for four hours, like having to like we're they're not on like that. Uh, they're not hosting yeah. a party. They're there in the VIP. Well, they might they might have a party to host. You Tyrese, Tyrese, oh my God, <laughs> Tyrese, 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 <laughs> Tyrese knew the uh, Tyrese. Tyrese was the the was the host with the most. Yeah, yeah, he was doing his thing. Him and Mario. But I just. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not saying it's nothing, but I'm also. I don't think. I've I never think, lived it. You've lived but, it more than I have, but it's not well, this. It doesn't seem like. Well, it's this I I watched it as an observer, process. right? Like I watched, I I I, I watched. You know, I got off from a, a, a an NBA cares van where you actually do a little bit more. You're a hundred percent right. It also depends like who you are and, and what group you're with and who's with you. Mm-hmm. If you're an all-star coming with families, there are families that like to participate in that NBA care stuff. So to mm-hmm. build the house, mm-hmm. are you actually building the house? No, but like for 30 minutes, are you putting insulation in? Sure. When you're LeBron mm-hmm. or in, 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 and I'll speak to when you're Magic, mm-hmm. Magic was the one who didn't get the opportunity to, to do that. Because he got pulled in 75 different directions in the 45 minutes that we were there. Mm. That's all we were there. 45 minutes in New Orleans. Magic got pulled from place to place to place to place to place to place. And we all got in our car at the same time. Kobe was in the one right right next to us. We all got in the car at the same time, went back to the same spot. Magic went off to a different place. Kobe came back to the to the same hotel that we were staying at. We walked in with Kobe. As we're walking in, the NBA representative grabs Kobe and says, hey, are you ready to go to, I don't remember what, we were done. Mm-hmm. We were done for like three hours. The The NBA representative grabs Kobe. Hey, are you ready to go to such and such? He was like, yeah. Uh, do we have some water? You know, in the, that's all he said. Do we have some water in the in the car? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go here. We're going to go say hi to this people. And then we're, we're getting right back out. Mm-hmm. That was Kobe. That was Kobe in the, the post-Katrina, I don't remember what year that was, but the post-Katrina All-Star yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. Like that was Kobe. Right. So, it, it, again, I, I get it. Your your point your your point is valid, but I do think it's a little bit more than you're giving it credit for. Maybe so. I and just, maybe it's not the once case. Again, I just for, so I'll give you another for Tyrese. Mm-hmm. This weekend was a lot for Tyrese mm-hmm. because it was Indiana. He was the po- I, I I I saw this in Orlando with Dwight. They hated that All Star game in Orlando because Dwight had to be essentially the de facto host for everything. Mm-hmm. So there's probably a little bit more on Tyrese than there was on Jokic or Luca. Yeah, so but, it varies. But that's but it's also that's I feel like that's also part of 
it's part of the the job. That's part of what comes with it. That's the, that's part of the reason why you're making nine figures. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the yeah, part of the sure. reason why yep, you go sure. places and you never have to pay anything for the rest of your life. Yep. Tyrese ain't never got to pay for a meal in Indiana because of in, in one day, two days, they ask you, "Hey, let's get this done." Like yeah. I don't want to hear no complaining. Yeah, I don't think he did. No, he didn't. But I'm just they the people. Some players said it. Man, y'all don't know. Man, it's just. It's, it's it's a lot. All right, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Just do your two days of of free stuff and people pandering to you and uh, be okay. Yeah. I don't like your tone. <laughs> Jake Gaden joins us. We'll talk with Jake Gaden when we do the one case. Sacramento ways. Hey, well, <laughs> is it or is it not? We'll find out next here on ESPN 1320. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> oh, hey. what you getting taxed? No, 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 no. I love, I love our man Jake Gaden. CBS thirteen is with us. I just got this, uh, this alert. I don't know what this is from. What I don't know what the origins of this is, but it just came from Bleach Report that said Doc didn't get the Griffin firing. And it said, Doc told uh, Bucks management, I don't understand why you're doing this. <laughs> come on, I man. guess Doc said this in an interview. Hey, man, come on. Doc. With Frank what's, what's Doc doing Doc, out here, man? Doc's a wild dude, man. <laughs> what's Doc doing Doc, out here, man? Come Doc on, is man. crazy. Doc <laughs> Rivers get this is crazy. Dude, man. <laughs> hey, I love Doc, but Doc a fool, what's man. you doing? What you doing? Jake, what's up, man? How you doing, fam? How you guys been? What's man, been good, What's been rocking man. lately? Good, man. You know, we we had an extra day off. You know, that's why Jake wanted to come on on Monday. I was like, Jake, we ain't, we ain't gonna be here mm-hmm. in the words of Magic Johnson. But you could definitely come on Tuesday because we, me and Jake, we had a a uh, you know a little. It wasn't even a back and forth. We're we're in agreement, but we were just talking through text about the story that came out at the end of Friday. Basically, yeah. uh, there was a story in the Athletic saying the the Kings Sacramento is the front runner to be the temporary home for the East before they go to Las Vegas. Now, once that uh, story came out, a lot of people like, no, nah, it's just posturing, it's just this. And I'm not dismissed. It could be all of that. Um, but I, I haven't heard a reason as to why that probably wouldn't be the best case scenario for the A's. I think, I think that's the best thing for them to do is to come to Sacramento. I got a dog in the fight. I'm a little biased, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard a sound reason why they shouldn't. But, Jake, you, you're definitely locked in on that. That's why I text you, because you're locked in on this thing from for a year now. 
Yeah, it's been it's been a year now. Let me preface this, guys, with saying, you know, you know this. I'm not from here, right? Mm-hmm. I have been here, boots on the ground, for almost a year and a half. I have no relation to Sacramento. So this is an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. looking in on all this situation. I'd love for to, to have this discussion with you guys because you, of course, have been here for the Kings relocation with the Maloofs. And um, we'll, we'll preface this with this. Like I said, I haven't been here for a while, okay? So – Every decision of the Sacramento of Sacramento trying to acquire a baseball team makes sense to me. I will also say this: there's a certain radio announcer, radio anchor that works for a different station that says, "Hey, I'm not gonna. We don't want them here. Send them away." And I don't understand that one freaking bit because mm-hmm. if you want to see the city grow, if you want to see sports in Sacramento become bigger and better on a grander stage. It's either going to come through one expansion, which is really hard to do nowadays, especially without a big shark, or two, a team moving here. With the with the A's moving to Sacramento, it makes way too much sense. People are saying, yes, it's a ploy to try to get Oakland back to the table and lower the lease price on the Coliseum and then also have to grandfather in a situation where if they do leave Oakland, okay, they're up for the expansion team, especially if they end up going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. But it makes too much sense to come here to Sacramento. One, they keep the TV rights deal, right? It's still within the NBC uh, Sports Bay Area window because of they, they have the Kings here. They have a satellite on top of Golden One Center that they can beam up to their to their spaceship or whatever you want to call hey, it real, real and quick, be Jake, able to send out their signal. Real, real quick, I want you to expand on that a little bit because I'm I over the weekend I kept hearing two different things. I kept hearing that the, the um, NBC Sports California is – officially like under that window they'd be able to keep that 70 million dollars or whatever then i heard other people saying no it wouldn't be under the they have to stay in the bay area it's not where the games are telecast they'd have to work out a deal i'm of the belief since and and i've heard from a number of different people because the games are telecast here in sacramento it would fall under the broadcast they'd keep the whole 70 million that but i'm not sure i've heard two different things what have you heard about that specifically I've specifically heard that it stays underneath that window. That window is still covered because, like you said, one, the games are shown locally here. And two, they already have a, an antenna here or, or whatever you want to call it uh, to, to be able to broadcast these games. It's not like moving it to Salt Lake City where they'd have to fit, figure out a whole new broadcast setup. Mm-hmm. The setup is already here. For twofold. One, like I said, they have something on top of the Golden One Center that, that, that that's a satellite that can send the signal everywhere. And then two, I already know Sutter Health Park personally is retrofitted for a broadcast because we show the broadcast on KMAX for the Rivercats every Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win in terms of the TV broadcast stuff because you already have – like. When you're trying to recreate a stadium and you want all those different angles for a baseball game, right? You, you've got to have all these different camera wells and all these different setups and everything. The fact that Sutter Health Park already has it is huge. You don't have to worry about that. And then the only other thing you got to worry about is how we're going to get the signal from the stadium over to Golden One for them to beam it up into space. Man, that's a win-win. So the $70 million, you also don't have to spend any more money on trying to figure out, A, how to get out of the contract. Or two, how if we want to stay with this contract, how are we going to be able to honor it to to the point where we're not breaking the contract? Mm -hmm. It's a win-win on on the TV front of stuff. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's another 
maybe uncomfortable fact. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see Jeff Passan's article this morning about expansion. Apparently, expansion it's 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 a it's probably a little bit more realistic of a, of a discussion than we've given it credit for, given the fact that the NBA feels like they're they're just on the verge of announcing it. Yeah, like, man, like, like ex- expansion is a done. There is no it's race. Like, for yeah, those it's like the worst kept secret in professional sports: Las Vegas and Seattle. Right? Like, we got that. But the in the uh, Major League Baseball, Jeff Passan, you know, lays out expansion why it makes sense. Uh, he talked about the Music City Baseball Group, where 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 Nashville. Uh, seemed to be like a surefire spot to land a team, how there's potentially two spots coming up. And he lists uh, a long list of, uh, these are his words, a long list of potential expansion candidates. Charlotte, Portland, San Jose, Austin, Vancouver, Mexico City, with Nashville and Salt Lake City being the front runners. There is no reference whatsoever about Sacramento. That was posted today. Mm-hmm. So that was posted, you know, after with the, with the understanding of what may be happening with the Oakland A's and in in the city of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to what you said on Friday, Casey. Like Jake, if they were to move forward with this, if 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 Sacramento were to move forward with hosting the I don't know what you would refer to them as, but I'll just say the A's. If you move forward with hosting the A's, there has to be something somewhere that says that Sacramento moves up the line here for an expansion team. And it has to be in writing, and it has to be up to Sacramento to mess this up. Otherwise, you're not getting anything out of this, in my opinion, Jake. No, you, you, Damien, you're, you're spot on with that in terms of, well, you are getting more than just, just, you know, a guarantee. Okay. Of course, professional baseball, who doesn't want to see Aaron judge at Sutter house park for four to five years, which again, that's another situation where people are like, oh yeah, this is going to be a two or three year pit stop. No guys, this is going to be a four or five year thing. They haven't broken down and broke, broke ground in Las Vegas. I don't even know if they're going to move to Las Vegas. Hey, I Jake, got no idea. Hey, Jake, I was in Vegas and Super Bowl. Jake, What's we up? talked about it. We said, they might mess around and get stuck here. <laughs> if you Straight just up. get them here, they might get stuck here. <laughs> Straight up. I do like what you're saying, though, Damien, in terms of if they do decide to stay here, okay, they got to move their way up. And I don't I, – I read the article on passing this morning when I was waking up, and I'm intrigued that Salt Lake City is number one, one of the main places they want to go. What happens if it snows in April, fam? Like, are you just going to push games back or is it going to be a dome over in, in Salt Lake City? Like, there's so many logistic question, logistical questions that I have for Salt Lake. Nashville makes total sense, right? Throw them there. They're, they're, their AAA team sells out all the time over there. When you're looking at the other location, Sacramento should be at the top of that list. And I agree with you, Damian. If they do decide to come here, they should not only be at the top two, they should be at like at least top five, if not top two, of being being considered for a home because they have the land over in West Sac. They have the stadium, the structure of the stadium that can be expanded, so that location is kind of perfect. And three, we need another sports team here in Sacramento. It's just simple as that, okay? The Kings are fantastic, but if the Kings had a little bit of competition, just a little bit, okay, with another professional sports team – Man, this place would just absolutely explode. You look at the what's going on with with MLS stuff, and that that kind of you know subsided for for for, for a couple of months or weeks, whatever you want to say. But I don't know. I think um, this this is just a home run this home run decision if they decide to come to Sacramento.
Still waiting on that uh, soccer stadium rendings. I mean, it's oh. been what, a couple of years now. Mm. I just that's trash. Okay, that's <laughs> just trash. Where, where's 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 the Stronach group? Okay, I'm still waiting for them to come to Sacramento. <laughs> I'm still okay? I'm still waiting when for that. I mean, we we buying other teams and and all this other stuff. Hey, no, hey, we're we're building a world class stadium. Well, all right, all right, sir. Okay. Um, well, you know the rail yards are right there for the. <laughs> It's the, it's the never, Don't you know, you know how people do them videos that say, I'm, I know our, our boys at HOF did, I'm from Sacramento, of course I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. such and such. Yeah, I'm from Sacramento, of course I'm going to bring up the rail yards. <laughs> I'm from Sacramento, of course I'm waiting for Ron Burkle to come save us. <laughs> we need to do a sports one. <laughs> we got to do a sports one, man. But, um. So, so here's the other thing about the A's in, in Sacramento, and I, I got I got all the respect in the world for A's fans. I know some personally, obviously. Kyle Madsen, James Ham, A's fans. I don't Matt mean George, to disrespect yeah. Matt George. I don't mean to disrespect them um, at all, as in their fandom and them staying in Oakland and all this other stuff. And and maybe I'm biased, Jake. You can help me out with this one, but I don't see. I don't see any reason why Fisher and Major League Baseball would want to stay in Oakland until they go to Vegas. You, the, I'll lay out some of the reasons. They they stay in Oakland. The the fan base and they have their their reasons for doing it. There, I I understand all this, but they're actively saying we won't spend a dime as long as he's owner. So the the four hundred people that we saw all last year at those games. It's going to happen for another three years. Major League Baseball, you're supposed to be okay with that? Um, boycotts, you know, whether it's outside the stadium or in the stadium. You're supposed to be okay with that for another three to four years? Uh, the way – and th- th- we're dealing with humans now, right? Like people can say whatever they want about John Fisher. I'm not here to defend him at all, but I'm talking about like another human, like if I was John Fisher. So you saying everything that you're saying about me, and you want me to stay? You want me to help you out? No, I'll go somewhere else. You don't want to give me no money. You don't want to come to the games. You want to talk about how much of a buffoon I am? I don't have to stay in Oakland. I'll go to my friend's ballpark in Sacramento until I go to Vegas. So I, I'm, and, and then when you talk, people talk about the $70 million and all this other stuff here in Sacramento, that's already been taken care of. So play devil's advocate if you want to here, Josh, or Josh, Jake, tell me, why what reasons they have to stay in Oakland at this point they don't have any reasons aside from just pleasing the fan base and 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 the, I think the the main reason would be the guarantee if they stayed there that they would be one of the expansion options if the if the if the team does go to Vegas okay then the expansion options is going to be Nashville and Oakland to keep a team there and we'll get a new owner like Joe Lake up that like that guarantee is the only reason I would stay in Oakland but but you're that right would, on but, this, but look right? that wouldn't that wouldn't have nothing to do with you is John Fisher like that ain't got nothing to do with I me know. Oakland yeah Oakland would want that but y'all talk crazy to me for the last 10 years why what what am I helping you out for because MLB has got to be part of this conversation as well, Casey. Like, mm-hmm. Manfred is part of these negotiations. He doesn't stand by and just say, okay, John, figure it out, all right? Like, John would just keep on doing nothing if that's if that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Rob Manfred has a part in this where the MLB would have to guarantee them to stay. And if they, if they lower the price of the lease to stay at the Coliseum, 
and have them there until they move to Vegas, the MLB would have to damn near guarantee them saying, hey, we would get you an expansion franchise. We'll, 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 we'll put a team here owned by Joe Lacob because I know Lacob wants to keep the A's here and, and we'll build this waterfront facility. But that's the only reason I can see. The other reason that I'm seeing, and maybe you guys can give me some, some pointers on this, everyone's like this situation with the A's is exactly what happened with the Kings and the Maloofs. And I don't, I don't see apples to orange. Like they're two different situations. Am I right guys? Or am I just far off on that? No, they're I don't adjacent, but they're not the yeah, same. I don't see these things yeah. being the same at all. Yeah. So then why do they compare one to the other? Like, why is it like, Oh my God, because the Kings were going to leave here in, 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 in a couple years ago and move to Seattle. I have to have that same stance with the A's because they're leaving as well. No, like I, I just, I don't understand. I think there's a lot of Kings fans that are A's fans and there's probably a certain level of pardon the term, but like trauma associated yeah, with that. That's exactly and you, 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 you know what I mean? Like I, I like, I, I hate what's happened to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like they've lost the Raiders. They've lost the Warriors. They've lost to some level. They've lost the A's or will be losing the A. Like there's no professional sports team left mm-hmm. in Oakland. Like, how is that possible? How did right. you have three sports teams playing right next to each other? Right. And now they're all gone. Like I, I, I feel for them, but I'm also like this stance of 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 Jake. You said this where we talk about posturing and what Major League Baseball wants. Well, we want an expansion team for Oakland. I'm sorry, I'm not absolving Oakland of the issues here. I'm not absolving Oakland of the fact they have the trashiest stadium. Now a lot of that is on Fisher. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not absolving Fisher of this either. But like, there's, there's a. There's kind of a hand-in-hand thing that has to to go here. And the city of Oakland has an uphill battle should they choose to fight for this. Well, we want an expansion franchise and the name, you know, the the A's and the colors and all of that because they have to show we can do this differently with a different owner. Like that, that really just becomes like my word is my bond. Like that's all you really have because your track record shows you can't work with this owner and therefore it reflects on you. That's the mm-hmm. that's the really like crappy part about where this is for Oakland. I'm sure Oakland feels like we can't work with it's not that we can't work or we don't want to do business. We can't do business with him. Mm. And now, in my eyes at least, that's damaging for Major League Baseball to look at you and go, Man, you got the worst stadium in perhaps professional sports. Yeah. Well, well, look. And, well, the and, commander still exists. So yeah. as long as oh, that was about to be out of here, and, that, and that's almost that gone. Yeah, yeah. But um, but both of you guys, look, I I I hate to sound like this to like again all my A's fans and my people in Oak. I lived in San Leandro, one Bart stop from the Coliseum. I loved it over there. I had a great time while I was living there. Um, but people get upset when they talk about taxpayers having to pay for stadiums and the owners, billion-dollar owners should just pay for it himself. I'm sorry. I, I look at this differently. I'm sorry. The game is the game. Is it right? No, I'm not here to say it's right. But that's the game. If you want your team, if you want Major League Sports in your city, the city has to be able to pay for it. Taxpayers, all this other stuff. It's not fair, but it's the game. And if you don't, you don't have to play the game. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to play the game. You don't have to have a team. You know what I mean? But that's the game. And 
this whole pie in the sky, like from what I'm hearing from Oakland of, they wanted like 50-50 Fisher to pay for this and they pay for it. Or, you know, he foots the bill for a lot of it and they come in. On, man, that ain't that's not realistic, man. If you want the A's, you're going to have to pony up and, and pay for a majority of that stadium. That's the game. And if you're not willing to do that, you can't be in the game. We're dealing with reality and, and, and pies in the sky in this situation. And the reality is the city got to come up with the money to, to make that stadium for them or any other owner. Except for maybe maybe Joe Lacob because that's their, the guy they're waiting for on the white horse to come in there. Maybe he'd build with his own money. But other than that, like the game is the game, bro. I think that the A's fans have tunnel vision right now. And I hate to tell them that because I have a good buddy that works with me and he like, we, we text all the time about this stuff and he is in it. Like, I mean, deep into it. And he like, just can't accept that this is actually happening. And then you feel bad for a person like that. Cause that like, I, I think I put a perspective for me. It's like, okay, the New York Yankees are moving away. Like that's my hometown team. Like, Oh my God, how terrible would that be? That's a shot shot in the heart right there. Right. But there's also the reality of what's going on with this. This is going to happen. The, the, the fact that you're thinking it's gonna not going to happen and it's all going to fall apart, like there's too many cooks in the kitchen to make this thing not happen right now, right? Like I just – it's it's going to happen. How it's going to happen, if it falls apart, that's still remain to be seen, guys. But at the same time, like a move will happen. It's not going to just – you're not going to keep on playing at the Oakland Coliseum. That I can guarantee. I also want to add one quick point that I didn't add as well with Sutter Health Park, guys. It's retrofitted for a major league ballpark. They have updates that they've done this past year to the clubhouse, um, to, to, to the, the batting cages and everything like that to make it MLB standard. And then they can also, in the outfield, they can build and expand to add bleachers out there. So, like, to add to this, it's not going to just be a AAA ballpark like the Blue Jays played during COVID with Toronto. Like, I this, this can turn into a bigger, not a major league stadium, but, like, right between AAA and Major League in terms of fan attendance. What's your gut tell you? You think this happens? My gut says that this decision is going to be made in three weeks, and I think it's coming to sack. I think this is a ploy to try to get Oakland back to the table and lower the the, 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 the lease uh, agreement mm-hmm. that they're going to have to pay for three years. But at the end of the day, this – as, as Casey pointed out, it makes too much sense for them not to come here. It just makes too much sense. And everyone's like, well, what happens with the River Cats? Well, Vivek Ranadive owns the, the Sutter Health Park. Like, you don't – like, that. that's not the big deal. What the big deal is, okay, if they do come to here, how do we retrofit that stadium? What do we do with parking? How do we get the logistics down? But everything else is kind of basically taking place. So my gut feeling says – they will be here next year. We will see the Yankees here. We will see the Red Sox here. We'll see the Rangers, Miami, whoever you want to say. Every big league player is going to make their way through Sacramento next year and probably for four or five years after that, which mm-hmm. would, I think would be great for not only just the city of West Sacramento and Sacramento revenue-wise because it's going to be another revenue stream that we don't have, but two, it's going to spotlight this great city and say, hey, we, if you, if there's a big shark out there that's thinking about trying to invest money someplace, like here's another example of why it can work in Sacramento. And Sacramento is unfortunately sometimes just takes too long to make a decision. They're kind of behind on the times. 
be forward thinking with this. Okay. It will benefit you tenfold. If you, if you pull the trigger and it makes it happen. I, uh, I hope you're right, Jake. I actually don't think it's going to happen. I think Oakland will acquiesce to whatever they need to, to keep that team there for a little bit, even if they don't have a guarantee of uh, expansion. I think, and despite, I think at the end of the day, they'll, I, they'll do that. I was thinking about that as, as you guys were talking, and, and I think despite like all of the name-calling and all of the, the ridiculousness between the franchise and the city, mm-hmm. we all know how hard it is to move. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You think about moving, you think about packing up your house and moving. Okay, think about packing up a franchise right. and moving. And, and not like you didn't buy your forever home. Mm-hmm. You're you you're renting mm-hmm. until the new spot is done. Right. That means you got to move twice. Right. Nobody right. wants nobody wants to do that. And, yeah. and 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 it could all come down to a marriage of convenience. Yeah. It could I, be as simple as that. I, 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 I think the key, I think, is Oakland is going to have to come down on their asking price and everything that are trying to demand Oakland trying to play hardball. And they and a lot of people don't think the Sacramento thing is real. I think it's really real. Like if you you play too much hardball, they'll leave on you. But mm-hmm. as long as they, you know, come down a little bit off their asking price and all this other stuff, unfortunately, Jake, uh, I think uh, I think they'll they'll end up staying in Oakland. And I don't mean that as like unfortunately the Oakland A's will stay, but just unfortunately they'll stay there before they move to Vegas. I, I guys, it's it. This is. We're just posturing with all this. Remember mm-hmm. this. Like, we don't know. We yeah. I wish we could have a seat at the table and figure out what's going on, but I don't, I'm not privy to that. I, I only got sources that are somewhat there and, and tell me a couple of things. But, like, again, it's hard, man. Yeah. Jake, we appreciate you, man. Great to spend some time with you, my brother. You're the man, big dog. Guys, I miss you. Okay, guess where I'm going this week? I want you to guess. I was in Jackson Hole last week. Where am I going this week? Where were you yesterday, last week? I was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, Have you ever heard what? of that? No. I, <laughs> I had to do a, I, 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 I had to do a double just, take. Where? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm Where the hell were you? Just calling. That's. Well. Where, where are you going to be this week, you're, you're, Jake? You're going where are you to, this week? Uh, You're going to Old Saybrook. <laughs> no, I'm going to Vail, Colorado, fam. Just the, the step below Aspen, okay? There's Aspen and then there's Vail. I'll be going Jake to Jake a big time skier. Yeah. He's good on. When was the last time you've been to Compton? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've visited. Okay, okay right. that's, a, that's a place where I haven't visited yet, guys. I need I need you two to be my my uh, my my people to show me around the place. Okay, Shout out tour to the guide people if you can, Compton. please. Okay, good people out there in Compton, Jake. We appreciate. You. Have fun and um, have fun on all of your adventures, and uh, we'll we'll check my in. My white boy you. adventures, baby. It's my white boy <laughs> adventures. Let's roll. Okay, love you, brother. Take care, big dog. Love you guys. Appreciate uh, that's you. That's our man, Jake Gaden. Boy, Jake. <laughs> I love me some Jake. <laughs> that's my dog, bro. <laughs> where where did he go again? Uh, some some about a hoe. I don't know. Jackson hoe. Oh, he said hoe? I heard. Yep. That's, I not, that's not what oh, I heard. That's not that's what not I heard. heard. What'd you hear? Well, I, I, I swore there was a hole. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's why, oh, hey. That's, that's why. I, I I don't know, Teddy House. Y'all, you, you you tell us what Jake said. <laughs> See, oh man, woo. We'll come back. Either one of them are good. We'll come back. I don't I don't think so either. Uh, we'll come back. Yo, <laughs> somehow Jacques Vaughn got fired. Oh over the damn, Jacques. 
Damn. <laughs> James Ham smiling somewhere. We'll come back. Um, I don't know. We'll talk. Steelo and KC here on ESPN 1320. Hey. You heard? Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to mention you said Steelo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino. You see where that boy Young Zell was at over the weekend? I didn't see he was he at. He was at the Humidor. Ooh. Yeah, he hit me up from the humidor like, hey. I like that. I like that. Y'all were not playing. He got the smoked old-fashioned with the big presentation out there on his social medias. I like that. I see you, Zell. I didn't even even ask Zell. Zell, if you're in the chat or if you're listening, man, did you get a cigar? Like, what y'all doing there? Because, yeah, he hit me up like, man, you were not playing. This place place is legit. That place is fire. Yeah, so shout out, Young Zell. Also, shout out to everybody who bought their tickets to A Night for Lovers because- It's over. Ooh, just that, like NWO, yeah, it's sold out. Yeah, that well, pay-per-view. Very nice. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> arguably the worst pay-per-view they've ever done. What Shot happened it in there? Like was it one black, time or was it was it they, uh, multiple times? They did it, they did it multiple times, but the first time they did it, it was so bad. It was like a black <laughs> ring with black robes and the official cheated. Like it was so bad. Wasn't it basically like nobody was beating the NWO? Pretty at much. Thing? But but that was the case with WCW for like two years anyway. Yeah, so that's true. nobody was beating the NWO. And when they beat you up enough, you just join the group. <laughs> Everyone except DDP. Um, but Who yeah. went on to become your favorite stalker. Well, he's a. I brought Scott Hall back for a little while. DDP. He what? He when when remember when Scott Hall was really going through? Oh it? oh yeah 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 DDP, Scott, Yoga, yeah, yeah. Scott and and, and, and Jake the Snake. Yeah yeah they made a movie out of it. What's the movie? Resurrection. It's not a movie. It's a oh, documentary okay. thing. Gotcha. That's, maybe that's what I saw. It was good. It had a happy ending. You know, Jake's still with us. Like he, yeah, Jake's still with us. While we're on wrestling, well. how is um, Iron Claw? <clears throat> the the movie's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Zac Efron did an incredible job. Is it better than the wrestler? Yeah. Did you like the wrestler? I did. I thought the wrestler was very good and so sadly accurate. Mm. Um. No, I thought Iron Claw was really, really good. The problem I had, the problem, like it's why I avoid like some of these movies. I, it's hard watching a movie that you kind that you feel like you know the story to. And I was having a discussion with our friend in WCW over the weekend about this, and the movie's about the family, right? Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be the gist of it, and the backdrop of it is like the tragedy that that is the Von Erich family. Mm-hmm. They did a few things like that. I, I, I couldn't tell if they were making the movie for people like me who knew the story or for people who didn't. There's one there, there. There are two things that really, really stood out. One, they completely ignored one of the brothers like they combined. They combined a story into one brother mm. and it was a little wait, weird. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it was like, wait, is that is wait, wait. It wasn't until the end that I realized he lost three brothers to suicide, but there's only two. Right I noticed there. that in the trailers a bit because it's always just two brothers with them and stuff. I always thought, like, wait, there was there was family yeah, of four or whatever. Yeah, there's it's four actually brothers, I mean. four or five, right? Five. Well, it's six, but it's a long, long story. But yeah, they completely in one of the brothers was like a, a, a different tier wrestler. He wasn't as big of a star as the other ones, and he killed himself. Like two of the others did it. It's like it fit the story. I, I think wonder that's why, why they, they did that. I, I think it was because it just might have been too much. Mm. But that was the story. Um, 
it was like the tra- the, 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 the and the other thing I don't think they did well enough was those guys were huge stars. Mm. Like even being, and I always like push back against the territorial era of wrestling because, mm-hmm. to me, if you weren't Hulk Hogan or Macho Man, like what do I care? Right. Like, I didn't care about Ric Flair. Like Ric Flair was on at three oh five. The Von Erichs, I didn't even, I didn't see the Von Erichs. I was about to say, Ric Flair is like top level yeah. territory wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like he was on TV, national TV. Yeah, that was Jim Crocker Promotions, which became you know uh, the WCW and. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that was available to me. Like world class championship wrestling wasn't, mm-hmm. but I still knew who the Von Erichs were. Being a Hulkamaniac and a Macho Maniac or whatever, like I knew who the Von Erichs were. I don't think they really told the story of how big of stars they were, especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of fudged the timeline a little bit, which was annoying. Mm-hmm. But it because they. Yeah, they fudged the timeline a little bit, but it it was a from a just a movie perspective, it was yeah. a really good movie. It, it, and it's like that, like like you said, when you know the the in depth nature of the story, you know you're always comparing what you're seeing to what you what you know, and if it doesn't match up, it it just it you can't unsee it to a certain degree. Like if they if they mess up the timeline, mm-hmm. it's like. Up in there, like, they made it uh, seem like they made it seem like so. So David David dies. Carrie, the Texas who we you know, WWE fans, Texas replaces David in this match versus Ric Flair at Texas Stadium. Fifty thousand people, and he wins the NWA championship. The whole story is that's how it's their dad's lifelong dream to have that NWA championship in the family. But then they paint the picture that he gets in the motorcycle accident that night. Mm. He, that's not that didn't he didn't get into the motorcycle accident for a, a long time after that, mm. but they made it seem like he finally won the NWA championship and Fritz's dream comes true. Mm. And then to go blow off steam, he goes on a motorcycle ride. They don't even show him crash, which right. which I thought was the other weird thing. They just show him speeding, and you're getting this you're getting this feeling. I was like, okay, I know he doesn't get in a wreck here because he loses the title to Ric Flair. Yeah. And so I'm watching it, and then he wakes up. You know, I don't know how much long later, and the big dramatic reveal is his foot's gone, mm. and it was like, that's okay, Texas that's tornado not who what lost happened. His foot? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Texas tornado and WWE didn't have a foot. I never knew that. Most a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. And he, it, he didn't like. He kept his boot on. Like no one saw him shower without. Like he didn't have a foot when he crazy. was with the WWE. That's great. I ne- I never knew that. And and me. So I'd probably look at the movie a little different um because that's the only von eric i know mm. i know the name of the von mm-hmm. erics and i know what people have talked about how great they were and the, the tragic name but i don't know like i don't even i didn't even know it was suicide till just now yeah so the movie probably you know probably be a little different for me because it, it's a good just from a movie it's it's a good movie if you don't like try to pick apart what this is what that it's a, it's a good movie. I thought the guy who played Fritz, it's a terrible story. Like it's here, here's what, like if you've seen the movie mm. or you're going to, and you have the, the, the Peacock app, the the essentially the WWE network search WCCW. Mm-hmm. And there's a show called, there's a documentary called the triumph and tragedy of WCCW. 
that will tell you a pretty in-depth story on the Von Erics. Okay. It's one of the better, because mostly, because WWE, their documentaries are fiction, mm. mostly fiction. This one's really good, because they don't really have a horse. They weren't battling WCCW, right? Like, there's no reason to, like, fudge that story. story yeah. They let Carrie Von Erich, or not Carrie, um, Kevin Von Erich tell that story, and some of the people who were alive, either now and, and at the time it was put together, tell, tell the story. That's a really good documentary to watch after watching the movie, mm-hmm. and it'll tie I, a couple I think of pieces I'll do together. That. I'll do that. I'll do that. I want to because I always hear people talking about the Von Erichs, but I don't know the story in depth like that. And you say um, WWE, their shows are fiction. Icons was real to me then. No, Icons. So Icons like, was one was of the pretty, like legit. Icons was one of the realer. Like the, the the thing that always is weird to me about WWE is they. When when Ted Turner went to war and tried to take down Vince McMahon, like they always say, Ted Turner, Ted Turner, Ted Turner. Ted Turner did not go to war against Vince McMahon. Ted Turner was in the wrestling business in like 1985. Like I, he he he, they, he bought into the to the company. Like yeah. it, it wasn't that WCW big of a deal. Was part of the company, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it it and and it was Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. who said, oh. I want to go head to head with WWE, and Ted said, "Okay, fine." But the way they frame it, but Eric Bischoff is, with all due respect to Eric Bischoff, in the grand scheme of things, he's nobody. Ted Turner, though, yeah, Ted Turner's a, a he's a multi billionaire. He's a media, and they the the story is just so fake at this point. Ted Turner's just walking around the street. Why do people keep asking me about this? <laughs> like, Ted, like, you you might be able to find Ted Turner talking about wrestling once. <laughs> like, if you search hard enough, you could find Ted Turner doing one interview where he ever mentions wrestling. Right. He brought in Hogan, and he was a big part of, like, the introduction of Hulk Hogan to the company because that's a huge deal. It's Hulk Hogan. Right. That's the only time I ever know that Ted Turner ever positioned himself on television. And even then, it was probably more so like, hey, let's go get Hulk Hogan. That's dope. Not, let's get Hulk Hogan to destroy WWF. No, it <laughs> was, and it wasn't even Ted Turner. It was Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff went to Ted Turner and said, we can get Hogan. It's going to cost us. Here's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And they laid out this deal that involved Thunder in Paradise and all of these goofy ass movies that Hulk Hogan did, yeah. that was all part of his WCW wrestling deal mm. because he was making money that no other wrestler had up until Austin. Yeah. And now the money they make is just completely different than it used to be. But like Austin's, I've, I always heard Austin's biggest year was like 10 or $11 million. And wow. Hogan's the only other person who sniffed that. Wow. Like, and he was, I'm, I'm confident he was above that. Mm. But he's the only person who ever came close to anything like that. You sold a lot of those blue dumbbells. Yeah, oh, I had mine. I had mine too. You know, what I never had is was a Hulk. I always wanted a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy. That's the, I think I had like Ted DiBiase, like or the something. pillow almost. Yeah. My my cousin, uh, shout out Bobby. They had they had like whatever ones they had. They had them all. Macho Man Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. And I was like, damn man, I just want one man. Mm-hmm. I just want one. I never got one either. I had a DDP one. That's it. <laughs> DDP. <laughs> You had a WCW wrestling buddy? Yeah, I don't know if it was like my dad's or something. What are you doing with him? You're a child. (laughs) Hogan, like big boss man. I think there was like a Macho King and Jesse had a diamond. I didn't know any better. What are you doing with him? (laughs) 
Jesse's wrestling buddy came out in like 2005. Diamond Dallas Page is like Loki, one of my favorite wrestlers. Like for no reason, like just because of stuff like that, I guess. Did you see him? Re- did you ever see him revealed as the stalker? Yeah, I was like a little kid, so I don't like remember when I was watching it, but like I remember, yeah. It's so no, bad. Yeah. Their explanation of that is so bad too. The only thing I cared about DDP about was Kimberly Page. Wow. That was like the start of as Conrad me, Thompson would like, say, "Roll Tide." <laughs> that was like. AOL, mm-hmm. wrestling chat rooms. I, I think, Man, where do I find more? I think she was a certain men's magazine model, if I recall correctly. May have stumbled, yeah. may have stumbled yeah. across those pictures yeah, as, a young, I, I, as, a, as a young internet surfer. I may have found those. That, that, that uh, photo downloading on my screen. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, by the way, before we go back into sports, um, I finished raising Canaan. <laughs> what I tell you? Wow! What I tell you? Wow! That, that show last was episode is crazy, right? That show was really so. Really good. Fifty Fifty tweeted, or he, he didn't tweet. He uh, posted on Instagram after the season finale. Raising Canaan is the best show on television, he and he wrong. is not wrong. He ain't wrong. I made a post about it on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, everybody does a great job. Marvin's character arc through this whole Raising mm-hmm. Canyon is, to me, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like to see how he progresses and grows and tries to like go from being the stone cold killer to like trying to be a dad and be a friend and like having a heart. The guy's name is London Brown. I think he did a phenomenal. Do job. you did you know that there's R.I.P. Ronnie videos? On TikTok? No. <laughs> so I, I think that was the hashtag. But what was happening was it this guy is just in everyday situations. He's at Starbucks. Uh-huh. He's at, like, Macy's or whatever. But he's acting like Ronnie. <laughs> Yo, it's so crazy. You got to see these I gotta, videos. I definitely got to check that out. What would you think about the last scene? The I'm last, shocked. last scene. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, especially after, like, I didn't watch it in real time, but Hip Hop DX, and mm-hmm. the guy talks about, like, yeah, I was hoping, thank you for my time, all this other stuff. I was hoping you didn't see the post, because Joey Badass tweeted, uh, posted about it on IG. I was nah, like, I hope I Casey didn't from, see this. I stayed away from everybody. I hope Casey didn't see this. I stayed this. away from, from all, everybody's posting all this other stuff. And I almost got tempted uh, to go... <laughs> I almost got tempted to go check uh, Patina Miller's IG when she had them Versace leggings on with the boots. I said, goodness gracious. Well, goodness, Patina. Oh, man. Shout out, Rock. Shout out, Rock. (sighs) (laughs) She came out with them Versace leggings with the thigh high boots. I said, wow. This is crazy. Love this show. I think that show is great. I think that show is phenomenal. And the see, power they, universe, I think, is 50's legacy. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. You want to talk about storytelling, how they I don't know if it was always the plan or whatever, but how they took Canaan and created Raising Canaan is is great. It, you know, what's amazing, too, as that as this season wrapped up, he ain't even met Jamie yet. Well, that's that's what I was thinking, too. So that's who I thought might have been the last guy. But it, it was like. I'm trying to figure out the age difference because they were teenagers, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. And I was like, is this Jamie St. Patrick? That, mm-hmm. And then it wasn't him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, that's literally what I was thinking when I got to, like, episode eight or nine. I was like, yo, when is he going to meet Tommy and Ghost? Like, when is 
that happened. Yeah, we don't have no Tommy. They got, a, they got a whole they got a whole year, uh, a whole another season left. I can't wait for Ghost to come back. Ghost, Ghost, Ghost with, is um, Tyreek. Tyreek. Yeah, Ghost I, is fire. It is fire. I, well, I think you already felt this way, but Kanan. No, Kanan's the, the best. No, Kanan's the best. But the last episode of Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did that. That had me like, okay, when's it? He could cancel Tommy. <laughs> yeah, can, I didn't. I didn't see the second season yet. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's actually good. Yeah, but it's a distant third. Mm. Like it is a distant, distant third. Kanan, Kanan might be better than Power. Kanan, I think Kanan, Kanan is. is fire. Well. The problem with power is like there's some extra seasons that you probably don't yeah, need. Yeah, after season four, maybe like they could they could have finished that out in season five, but they drug yeah. it out for another season or two. Yeah, but Kanan, and this is, and we'll get back to sports, I promise. But like this is, um, this is the thing that frustrates me, right? And and I don't know, maybe I just don't have a an eye for the arts or anything like that. But I'm really stuck on. London Brown's performance as Marvin. How does he not win awards? I thought he did a phenomenal job playing that character. Mm. And is that just like not respected? Like, how is Uh, that acting not the same as acting as succession succession or whatever? Like, it's I, 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 that's what frustrates me. You know why? That's what frustrates me. I think he did. A, I always thought he was a good actor. I saw him one other show way these, back when. These shows don't. And then he was in Ballers, but he he's done such a good job as Marvin. These shows don't have. Um, he was so hateable in Ballers. <laughs> he was. Oh, he was. He so even came infuriated. around on Ballers. He did. Too. No, no, no. He yeah. absolutely did. But like season one. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's nah, like, dude, was, F off, bro. He, like, you're such trash. Get out of my face. He was. He was. But well, we're lost. Did you did you see Hollywood Rock? Oh, yeah, I did. And so somebody had a I didn't see the I didn't watch the thread, but somebody had a breakdown of the the whole promo mm. of like there's little things to catch throughout the whole promo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw he was he was talking that talk. I he didn't was talking that talk. Is I he turning on on my WrestleMania? Is he what? Turning on Roman at WrestleMania? Oh, I 100% I believe so. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, Cody and, and, and Rock will tie it all together, and, mm. and I think we get Rock Roman down the road. Mm. Um, it wasn't what I wanted. No? No. He I love I Versace, love, uh, I, love I know. I love Hollywood <laughs> Rock. But remember, after the press conference, I was like, we've never seen this rock before. Mm. This isn't Nation Rock. This isn't Hollywood Rock. This is F you. You're talking about my family rock. This mm. is something we've never seen before. Yeah. And then it, uh, that he had that edge a little bit, but it, for the most part, was shut your fat ass up. I'll go down there and slap. <laughs> All right. We've seen that before. Trailer park trash. Yeah. Like in Salt Lake City. Like inbreds and cousins. <laughs> it's like, okay, so this is The Rock being funny again. Yeah. That's it was not little, what was, I wanted. It was underwhelming. I wanted him to be pissed off yeah. like he was at the press conference. I wanted him to say, y'all wanted, we had, we had something. Mm. We had he could have the, the premise could have been the same. Mm-hmm. Head of the table, greatest WrestleMania match of all time, mm-hmm. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Mm. But then you bring up my grandfather, mm. and then you could do whatever you want to after that. But you lay off the inbreds and the fat pieces of crap, and I'll right. slap the taste out of you. And it's like, right, this is just The Rock. Like that, 
This is the rock. This is this yeah, isn't the yeah, guy who the was rock. at the press conference. This is just the rock. And it's great, and people clearly love it. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to see that different version of the rock. Did you um did you did you is there anything that you picked up on with, with that whole thing? The the promo or whatever. Like what what was the whole purpose of the the one up instead of the fist? Or he did or the one. He, no, he not the one, not yeah. that. He pointed at Roman. They were talking about during one of the um he said something. What exactly did he say? I can't remember. Uh, I, but he said sure. something where he pointed at Roman. I'll find the thread. The thread um, kind of broke it down. I know he uh, he he did the acknowledge. He did the one, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. He, and he did he, a little he did different. The, if you smell what the bloodline is cooking, he did it a little different though. That, that's one thing they were talking about. I didn't notice that. He came with the like the. The L, L, the reverse L, or yeah. whatever that is. Okay. What Casey's talking about, if, um, he'll find it or whatever. But um, it's like the Rock's talking about taking down someone or some whatever, taking down something or whatever. And like they're saying, when he says that, he's pointing out Roman. Mm. Okay. Little things here and there. Here's, I got to find that thread. I never went back and looked at it. I just bookmarked it. But they, I guess there was a number of different things to take away from that that uh, that promo. <laughs> well, he did. He did. You know, leading into the press conference, you know, he's he's doing his regular little rock video, talking about in it for the long game, and then he shuts the door. Mm. So, like, there's things that you can pick apart. You know, that the Rock has done over the last handful of weeks that tell you this isn't him going to battle. This is Cody saying, "Hey, I need your help mm-hmm. because I haven't been able to get a match." We saw Jay and Gunther last night. With Jimmy and 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 Solo interfering, mm. uh, we saw Cody and Drew McIntyre where Jimmy and Solo interfered. So the 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 the, the story for Cody is I can't, I need someone to have my back, and I need that to be you. Mm. That's how they can tie this all up together at the end. He so real quick one of the things they said they said after the line where for those that were wondering we were going to talk about Jacques Vaughn's yeah, firing this like is it's a not lot like more interesting than Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> but not the Jacques not I mean I'm, I'm not going to take this from Jacques Vaughn I'm, I'm fascinated we, we'll talk about it because I'm actually interested in what's going on in Brooklyn that's kind of yeah you know, everyone on. should be but um it says after the line where he says everybody's talking about he states that Cody Rhodes story is just ending quote winning the title and he said, Rock and Roman's story is just beginning. Talking about there's mm. going to be a feud. It's probably going to be a year-long feud. Mm-hmm. for those. So little stuff like that. Little stuff like that. I just tagged you in something. Did you see that uh, Nia did the bonsai drop and the girl didn't sell it? Did you see that over the weekend? Oh, no. <laughs> this looks like a house show. I, I got to send it to Jesse. <laughs> no, I saw that clip. The <laughs> Stacy the Stacey Keebler <laughs> School of Selling. She, she don't even move. She's just oh. like, like a plank. Well, in her defense, in her defense, <laughs> Nia like landed on her quads, like she com- she pulled her too far to the rope. They tweeted that they both need to hit the performance center. Nia's Nia's cute, but she sucks. Yeah, dude. I like she's Nia, but terrible. She's, she's always doing something wrong. Let's get Lamar in here. Uh, uh, always. <laughs> I just watched it. <laughs> so am I. Lamar, what's going on, baby? Hey, D-Lo, Casey, what's going on, man? I'm a, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Appreciate you, dog. Hey, um, I wanted to know, did you guys ever see The Rock um, seeing his rendition of Eric Clapton's uh, You Look Wonderful Tonight in the Ring? Is that the Vicky Guerrero it? one? 
I don't know who she was. Yeah, man, he was tearing her a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the. That's one. Of, appreciate you, Mark. That's one of the great clips because uh, Vicky's on the stage and she thinks she's being serenaded by The Rock. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's singing the song and he goes, "You look like a." Dirty ho, <laughs> and like her, you know, like in the crowd pops, and you know, Vicky's face changes. Now that's that's up there with um, it's up there. N- nothing's better than leaving yeah, Sacramento. Nothing, nothing is better. Than nothing's better than leaving that's Sacramento. That's one of the best promo. But that, it's up. That might there. be the best promo of all time. Yeah, for it's the. I've said it. I've you been talking about real heat. When you talk about, I was in was Santa phenomenal. Clara when Seth Rollins' music hits. Mm. And it still pales into the Arco Arena's reaction. <laughs> that you want to talk about real heat? That it just does we not compare. He, the Rock tells the story. Yeah, everyone was booing. They went ape stuff, and, and then they started laughing. The hell we were! I was the biggest Rock fan in the world. I was booing. Oh, tell me we started laughing. Nobody was laughing. Shout, shout out to Sacramento because the two of the more angry crowds in the history of WWE. The Rock promo yep. and, and the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Sacramento. I don't know this for You're sure, but I'll maintain it. I, I'm so confident that Sacramento started the A-hole chant for, at Vince uh, McMahon. Oh, for- <laughs> Vince McMahon, Monday Night Raw, when it was Rock, <laughs> Shamrock. It was during the Rock's babyface turn, Shamrock and Mankind in a triple threat match on a Monday Night Raw. They started chanting A-hole at, at Vince, and oh, I man. swear to you it was the first time. Put some respect on the name out here. Sacramento legend Ken Shamrock, by the way. Son this of is, the city. No, that, I always found that weird, but <laughs> Maybe sure. nephew, nephew of the city. <laughs> Trista Crick joins. We'll get back on track. We'll get Trista Crick's thoughts on The Rock. Uh, when, when <laughs> and Casey. the All-Star game. Well, you said we the Jacques Vaughn thing. We, we, well, I am curious what's going on in Brooklyn. Not for real, for real. Uh, that's when D-Lo and Casey return here on ESPN 1320. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's, like, it's like yo, stop, stop. It's stop essentially it. with the I can't remember his name, but the guy with Tupac did on Vlad TV. That's how they found him. Oh, then look, then he ends it. Benzino ends it by saying like, yeah, da da da. And Paul Pierce, that happened to him because he's a snitch, bro. What did you just do for the last minute and a half? Just, just stop, Benzino. I think that's when the the Hennessy was really starting to kick in. That's why I said them drink champs producers was high fiving each other, like, hey, we did it. We yeah, did that show is that show that show sneaky, man. They be drinking a lot on that show, maybe. And I like Nori. I like I like the premise of it, but maybe just make it a hour and a half or something, or like have a last call because they just be drinking. Did you? I'm sure you did. We started the show, I guess, like everybody else did, talking about the All Star Game. Did you see the viewership went up by 14? percent I did see that. I did see that. Now maybe the well, NBA went to the you know school of NFL uh, when it comes to getting well, these numbers. I'm out not there. gonna I'm not gonna dive deep into what the NBA is doing. <clears throat> I'll let my beloved NBA just throw out the numbers. NFL, I'm coming after you. NFL, I'm coming for you. Careful, careful, because <laughs> you you ain't right. You're doing something funny with the numbers. Careful. I'm coming after you. Booker Caraway. Wouldn't be the first time. The game averaged 5.5 million viewers, up from 14% versus last year. And it still feels really low. Yeah. I was looking at something that had, you know, all-star games of 
10 years ago at like seven and eight million. Mm. And then it just shows it. It's been a steady decline for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Is, is the all-star game, is it a player's problem or is it maybe us as sports fans have moved past it? Because the NFL members always like, they don't play or whatever, switch it up, flag football this, flag football that. Nobody's watching that still. I think it's the players because when they did play, people went crazy for it. When they played, and this was the whatever year that was when they did the Elam ending with Kobe. Mm-hmm. And they played at the end of that game. And people loved it. People loved it. So that tells me. Was it 2020? The, 20. It had to be. Tw- no, it was 2020. No, it was 2020 right before. Yeah, because Kobe passed in, yeah. in January. Um, so that tells me when they when they play, yeah. people will watch and people will be engaged. And they kind of just refuse to play. Did they do it two years? Elam ending? Yeah, or did they yeah, just they do it the one? No, they did it. Two they did years. it two years, right? Yeah. And the first year it was it was cool because it was the first time we saw it. It was Kobe, all that other stuff. The second time, I just remember myself. You know, I love the Elam ending. I think it's perfect. I was like, twenty four can't be the number. That's a, that's a lot of that's points. A, yeah. Like typically in the basketball tournament, it's seven. It's seven extra points is what you got. You could have just made it eight then. <laughs> like if you yeah. wanted to do the Kobe thing, yeah. you could have made it eight. But the killer with that though is they. They score so quickly. Like mm-hmm. if you did it eight, like it could be over in a minute and a half, which might be a good thing. But <laughs> the way some of them dudes were shooting the other day, it could be over in forty five seconds. Cat. <laughs> oh my Cat god, getting fifty <laughs> in a loss. <laughs> I think John Bull tweeted, or, or John Bull doesn't tweet. I think he threaded. Mm. Um, oh, he. Le- that's why I haven't seen him too much. He left. Twitter. He's on Threads. Yeah, he'd I'm, be out there. I'm not on Threads. But well, I'm on Threads, but I don't thread. No, John Bull threads. Um, he was like, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, 50 points, lost, just like the regular season. <laughs> no, he's, he's right. He's right. His mondo says, get the new empty calorie shirt ready. <laughs> That's not fair. I mean, it is, but Lee Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, they, um, I, but I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's the players, man. If they, if they played a little bit more. Um, people will come and watch. People will come and watch for sure. I'm I'm a believer in that. Maybe that's the other thing because people do come and watch mm-hmm. in person. Uh, well, maybe it's a live event. Plans have plans have happened. We've made plans. Made plans personally. Like, yo, I'm trying to be in San Francisco next year. Mm. Well, yeah. What I want you to do in San Francisco next year is is follow around one of the players. So you can see how much work it is. Sure. I, I will. Okay. I will. Access to well, all of that? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, you follow around? Well, no, you'll have to wait outside the. Well, the, that doesn't count. You'll have to wait outside the Steph Curry <laughs> Under Armour party. <laughs> that doesn't count. I you need gotta, the full experience. You um, can, oh. you can uh, chauffeur uh, De'Aaron around. Somebody check on hell. Check have, the temperature? Yeah, it may, have, it may have frozen over. Because. I wanna, I wanna commend Draymond Green. What are you doing with him? <laughs> what had, are you doing with him? He had a no. You gotta, you gotta hear this one. 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 He had a line. Now they had alternate broadcasting for the All Star Game, and I was looking forward to it. I was like, yo. Alternate broadcasting, this is what I'm talking about. Inside crew, you know, I get to hear that real, real while I'm watching. And then they were like, Taylor Rooks. I was like, all right. 
Charles Barkley, all right, let's go. Draymond Green. I said, oh, no, no, no. I ain't watching it. <laughs> no, I'll stick with Reggie. It's fine. I ain't watching it. But they were on the pregame show, the tip-off show, for a quick second. They were like, let's check in with Taylor and Draymond and all this stuff. And Draymond is talking, doing all this. And he had a line that I will tip my hat to him for. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, you know, the one thing about this game – no, I won't do it in Draymond voice. But he said, the one thing about this game is this game is – this game is popping. Like, we got, like, nine, ten Hall of Famers on each – right. like, this game is popping. And he said, there ain't no Draymond Greens in this All-Star game. <laughs> He said, "This is some real. These some 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 real dudes here. So I'm looking forward to watching this game." And I said, "That's the first time I've ever heard him talk like that." Mm. I'll salute. I'm not buying it. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to watch the broadcast, but I'll. I'll and, and I hear you, Jesse. It's probably a little. Say that joke a couple more times. Yeah, How yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. You're right. But I heard that I didn't listen to anything he said. But for whatever reason, I heard that he was like, "Yeah, no, there's some real all timers in this one. Ain't, this ain't no Draymond Green All Star appearances. These are some real ones." How do you feel about Charles trashing San Francisco? I thought it was uncalled for, and maybe I'm close to it because yeah. I, I, you know, got people in the Bay Area. I love San Francisco. I do love San Francisco. I hate getting there, but every I say this all the time. Once I'm in the city, I'm like, ah, I like it. It's it's really cool here. I like it. So I say all that to say I hate what's going on in the city. I hate the homelessness. I hate that businesses are leaving out of the city. And, you know, it's it's such a bad look for the city right now. So I'm close to it. I got, you know, a little emotional investment. I didn't like him saying that. I have an issue with anyone, especially of like the ilk of Charles Barkley, talking about homelessness anywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, you could feel however you want to about San Francisco. We're going to act like we don't have an issue here. Right. Like, our unhoused here bro. isn't a problem. Yeah. Like, we need to get this stuff figured out. Mm-hmm. And, look, man, I, I'd like to believe you and I and, and Jesse and this radio station and this company that we work for have some influence. But influence is one thing. Money is another. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Charles. You've got the money, right? Mm. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't. I really like if you don't like a city, that's fine. Right. There can be a million reasons why you don't like the city, but don't bring up homelessness mm. and don't bring up the unhoused because that that's a that's an issue that needs to be corrected. You cannot like the people. You cannot like the nightlife. You cannot like the atmosphere. You could not like all of that stuff. When you get into the unhoused, when you get into the homelessness problem in, in the state of California, in this country, period. Yo, that's something that has to be fixed. Yeah. And to go on national television and and make that part of your bit. Like I like Chuck and I get what Charles is. Yo, that's a that's a tough look for me. Yeah, that's a tough like look that. to the point where TNT should be like, hey, you gotta Chuck, that ain't it. You gotta, that ain't it. Next time you on there, you gotta look and I get you've got this weird little war with San Francisco, and it's fine. Yo, keep it to the Warriors or to right. Draymond or to shooting three pointers or whatever right. you want. Leave leave that out. Yeah, I thought that was whack. Leave Charles. that out. Yeah. TK, what's up, buddy? We got charged. We got we got charged, and we got an external charger on the phone. 
right now, so we're good. Yo, what's the what's the what's the weather in Portland right it's now? Cold. Um, it's actually not bad today. It's probably in the forties. It's not that's raining. Cold. That's cold. It's been it's fantastic. Really cold. Yeah, it's not bad actually. Maybe it's a little higher. Maybe it's like high forties. Today's very comfortable. It was sunny yesterday. Rained in the morning, sunny in the afternoon. We've been actually getting some great weather. It snows in Portland, Portland. doesn't it? Not really. No. I mean, it does, but not. it's not like normal for no, it to There's snow. ice in Portland. We know that. Yep. No. <laughs> we found that out. There's no. some bad ice in Portland. Poor, poor, poor DeAndre Ayton. Poor everybody. I Couldn't saw the, get to the video house. of everybody Well, that was, <laughs> that that was, that was an crazy. unprecedented storm. Mama Crick burst a pipe in that same storm. Oh, no. And uh, that sounds... That sounds bad. Yeah. Oh, no, I got you. No, it's no, it's fine. Yep. Hey. No. Mama so Crick got to get by just one. like the rest of us. It's fine. Mama got to have a life, yeah. too. Mama, <laughs> Mama Crick oh, live a different man, life when TK so ain't around, boy. Got so many things I want to say, but I'm just not... It's not gonna. Is your mom watching gonna, you do this radio hit? Well, is, is, huh? is, is your mom watching you do this radio hit? No, thankfully not. She would probably encourage me to say what I'm not well, going to say. I, 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 She's literally over there in the kitchen, I vaguely, shaking her head. Yes, I, I vaguely remember when Trista um, let everybody know that Super Bowl week was too long. Um, she had a tweet and a clip that said. <laughs> You know Super Bowl week is too long when I'm not even going to say the rest of it, but a young TK found something of her mother's. <laughs> well, okay. So, what do you think about Jacques Vaughn being fired? I, um, so, how do we fix the All-Star game? I, I don't know. Let's just take this. Jacques, we, can, we can pivot to what? Jacques Vaughn. I, I think... In general, and I didn't we, do a video pivot, about this. We pivoted from what Trista found to Jacques Vaughn. That feels appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Jacques Jacques gone, and he's oh, nice. been fired Very twice. Nice. The thing that's interesting about the Nets is if you pay close attention, this now has run multiple coaches, this issue, which is players are consistently saying there's no structure here. There's no organization here, and we want that. We want to figure out and have some idea what we're doing day to day. The last time the team had any structure or organization was when Kenny Atkinson coached this team, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was supposed to be it, it was supposed to be Jacques Vaughn's job. But I think what's really happening, if you look into it, and you kind of have to either know someone that's close to the organization who's kind of putting something in your ear to watch with your own two eyes, or you kind of just have to like look very closely. It's, it's all about Sean Marks. Sean Marks is doing the work behind the scenes, I think, to muzzle or castrate or something, the coaches that are there to have them do the decisions that he wants them to make, which is these are the players that are starting. This is what the rotation should look like. You know, tell Spencer we're doing one thing, but we're actually doing another thing. Hmm. He, you know, he's – we're going to do it this way because we want to get rid of Ben Simmons and we want to trade him. And, and that's fine. You want to try to get players trade values up, but it just all t- turns into a mishmash. There was no practice uh, schedule that any of these players understood. When James Harden is out here calling you out, when mm-hmm. he's one of the most notoriously like 
lackadaisical players in the NBA who wants to go out and do his thing, and he's calling your organization out for not having their stuff together, you know that it's, like, franchise-wide. So I don't know who's coming in. I know the, the rumors are Kevin Ollie. He's not going to change anything about that team. If I'm Mikael Bridges, I'm like, get me the hell out of here right now. Mm. Out of here now. That, um, in a grand scheme of thing, it just feels like, feels like Brooklyn just is not a good place to have this franchise. It, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem to work. Like they are, they are basically just this nondescript franchise. Even when they were in New Jersey as the Nets, they had an identity of being New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like at least you were like Jersey, little brother to the Knicks or whatever the case may be, but it was Jersey. It was a, it was a team that, you know, Jersey could get behind. They had some type of identity, even the Clippers, even if there's is like a loser or a little brother to the leg, there's some type of identity, you know, that, that you can have. Brooklyn is just, am I wrong? It's, they're just a nondescript franchise. Maybe it's the black I and think- white. Maybe it's playing in Brooklyn. Maybe it'll take a whole generation to get some type of um, prestige but why is this different them. than being in New Jersey? Because Jersey, at least you had the – the to me, you had the thought of, all right, this is little bro, like your identity was little bro. Brooklyn don't really have no idea. It's just like, oh yeah, Brooklyn's there. Yeah, I think it's so much deeper than that. I think in general, you can build something organically, and a fan base is going to get behind it. And Barclay Center is in a great spot in Brooklyn. You know the training facility is is really close. It's a much better setup, really, than the Knicks have when they have to be in upstate New York. I think it's really just Sean Marks. He's not put right. together a roster in a way that makes sense. He tried to swing for the fences and get multiple stars where there was no cohesion between those stars at a very difficult point in time, but you, you traded away a lot of capital in order to get Harden, which sets you back a long way. All of those guys ended up asking out and now your cupboards are not just empty for draft picks of your own, but you don't get Phoenixes until 25. And then what you got back in return in terms of players are all wings. And I know it's a wing-based league, but you don't have any roster that makes sense. You've got Royce O'Neal. He got traded, but you've got Cam Johnson there, Mikhail Bridges there, Dorian Finney-Smith there. You don't have a real p- true point guard there. There hasn't been a, a plan, really, and a culture built within. And I think the biggest mistake they made was firing Kenny. Kenny was building something. The fan base was actually excited when they were the 6 seed when D'Lo was there. D'Lo's never been so likable in his life as when he was there. He played with a level of intensity and teamwork. And if you remember, like, D'Lo was – going crazy in fourth quarters and bringing them back. Oh, we remember. Uh, in some games. Yeah. It was <laughs> We're like very familiar crazy. with that here. Yeah. So I I think as – and I've asked a lot of people, agents, other front office members, like, what's Sean Marks like as a GM? Is he good? And I always get, uh, he's not bad. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Does he know how to evaluate talent? Uh, does he know how to develop talent? Like, is he a good negotiator for getting what he wants with other GMs? Ah, like, I never get, like, yes. I've never once heard he's really good. The, the 
Steve Nash hiring was absurd. Mm. It was nepotism beyond belief. Every decision that he's made, including not trading Mikael Bridges for four or five first-round picks, he's just intent to keep him and leave him there with with no real infrastructure around him. Has anybody's stock gone down as fast as Mikael Bridges? He had that one little pop when he first got traded there and he was scoring like crazy. That was when you should have traded him. But like when he was on the Suns, everybody wanted him. And now it kind of feels like he's just lost. I mean, everything you're saying is 100% correct. Sean Marks is bad at what he Mm -hmm. does. I just think that franchise, think about it. That franchise never even had a rookie. Mm. (laughs) Like they've never, like you talk about building something. You know how I feel though. That team, the Brooklyn Nets had a championship caliber team when they brought Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in on what was a good Nets team to me. You added those two stars on a team that was already good. Mm. But your boy got got some some big cojones and said, I'm gonna go get uh I got some big Coco Joneses and I'm gonna <laughs> go, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get James Harden and screwed the whole thing up. I mean that's but yeah, that but team Allen. that team prior to 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 James Harden's arrival was a championship caliber team, in my opinion, TK. The team yeah. with James Jer- Harden was Jer- a championship. Jared Allen team. was was huge. And obviously he's a big reason that Cleveland's succeeding. Getting rid of him was, was just a major miss. But the but the, the, the to what to what you just said that that shelf life was always going to be shorter. Yeah. Adding James Harden to that was always going to make the shelf life of that team versus the team that 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 Kyrie and and Kevin Durant joined much much shorter. True, but do you think that like do you, do maybe he looked at it like this and he's terrible at his job. Don't get it twisted, but. I don't have that long of a shelf life with these guys anyway. No, yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. If you have a good young group right there, you can extend Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant. Yeah, but do you think you gave all of that up? But where have they ever stayed? Where have those guys ever stayed? They don't well, stay places. That was. It's that always was, there's always a circumstance. That was Kyrie. But they that never. Was, they never stay. I can't explain Kyrie in Boston. I can't explain that. Like they had only been on two teams at that point, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, two teams: Oklahoma point. City and Golden State, and Cleveland and Boston. And they're gone. Now it's three teams. Well, I think part of the reason that they're gone is because of for what sure. Sean Marks screwed up. For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't dispute that. I just think it's a nondescript franchise. They got no. They soul. they need to get rid of him immediately. And if Facts. Kevin Ollie becomes the coach, it's just. Yeah, they're, they're doing Kevin Ollie's the. What are we talking about here? What are we? Is is this a real? I always think to myself when these types of things happen: Is this real life? Are we really making the decision to go get Kevin Ollie? He was already in the mix the last time that they were looking for a new coach. They should have just hired Ime Udoka and been done with it. This team would have been so much better if they would have done that. And was, I think there were leaks, I think there's leaks and th- character things, blah blah blah. You I know think how the powers to be kind of stop. So think Brooklyn they were all ready was to Brooklyn do that. the team that was yeah. okay. I think they were yes. all ready to do that, and I think the powers to be said you cannot do this. Right I think now. they, I think they had a deal done. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's insane to me. If the league really did step in and say you can't do this right now, because yeah. I'm asking why the hell not? He was suspended essentially for an HR violation. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, I'm not excusing this, but let's call it what it is. He wasn't even suspended by the league. He was suspended by the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. for an HR violation who by all accounts 
signed off on this potential signing to Brooklyn, and you stepped up there to say, no, you can't? How did that timeline go? Was he... When they were trying I don't to do think all he had that, been fired yet. I think that's the other thing. Right. But 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 the every report, TK, you could probably weigh on this better. Wasn't every report Boston was like, we don't care. Yeah. We're, we're, like were he's, let, we're, we're, they were happy to let that happen. They were going with Joe, mm-hmm. and that was clear. And Ema, you could do what you want. Yeah. They could have never had to fire him either, because he would have just gone to another team. Yeah. And to be, um, I don't care about being failed. He's terrible. But isn't Kevin Ollie just the interim though? Like if they sign him to a long, long term deal, like they they get everything they probably. deserve. But yeah, he's just the interim. He's already he's on the staff, and he's just he was already over. there. Yeah, that's that's all that is. But he, he was in the running to take the full time job before Jacques Vaughn the second time around, and I think he was in the running. Before they they hired Steve Nash too, if, if I remember correctly, his name's been, been around for a while. For a while, yeah, they'd be. I agree with you guys. They'd be, they'd be ridiculous to hire within again anyway. They'd be ridiculous. Jock probably shouldn't have got the job when it was. They should have went with Adoka, and that's who was going to get the job. And Jock only got it because they probably weren't allowed to hire Udoka. And now you can fire have- Sean Marks and hire Jordy Fernandez. You can do that. Or Jordy Fernandez would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think Jordy Fernandez, the thing that if I was him, I would pull a, not to go back to Kenny Atkinson again, but I would pull a Kenny Atkinson and just say no, like he did with the Charlotte Hornets. The situation with Sacramento is so much better. It's He's going to a an unwinnable situation. If in, Sean in- Marks is the general manager, I agree. If Sean Marks is yeah. not, I disagree. Yeah. You got yeah. to start somewhere. But if Sean Marks is the GM, yeah, I, I would, I would. And from what I understand, not take that Joe job. Sy, Joe Sy, the owner, and Sean Marks are like this. That's not a good look, man. That's a tough look for Joe Sy. Yeah, that's a tough, that fr- tough look for Joe that, Sy. That franchise, I, like I said, I just look a little broader with them. Like they, they've got nothing. They've got nothing. <laughs> like they've, they've <laughs> never, they've never had anything. It's just this, it's just this franchise in the league that. As soon as the Knicks, like they had an opportunity when the Knicks were down to like have a buzz, but we all knew it wasn't going to last. Once the Knicks got good, they would dwarf the the Nets. And like I said, at least, at least, at least uh, when they were in Jersey, they had a state in a city that was like, this is Why our do team. you hate Brooklyn? This is a weird stance. I don't hate what Brooklyn. Brooklyn it's, just not, it's not a big enough city to dwarf the New York Knicks. Half of, it doesn't half need of to, Brooklyn are Knicks does, fans. Why does it need to. Okay. Because nobody I cares about the Nets. Nets. I disagree. Like LA is the LA is the LA Clippers, LA Lakers. Why, why can't it? Why does it have to be delineated with Brooklyn? I well, don't know. Number, number one, number, and this is where some of these things take time. Number one, the Clips have been there for like 40 years. The Nets, the Nets, they've not moved the needle except for the time when they got KD. But and this all those doesn't other have guys. anything to do with the way that the, the organization is being run, does no, it? No, I'm not saying they're, they're mutually exclusive. I just think. I think that's a hopeless organization. Oh, you're wrong. I think you're. I think you're terribly. And wrong. on top of that, it goes to what the organization has ran. Uh, they they never start over. Like they never bottom. They haven't bottomed out once. They're always trying to a quick fix. Like I said, well, maybe, that's a, that's a management. That's a Sean Marks problem. But that's before Sean Marks. That's too. not a, That's Billy King. That's not a Brooklyn problem. That's Billy King. Was, Pro- and, and Prokhorov did that. Prokhorov and all Prokhorov this other stuff. Did that as well. You know. Did, well, you that's know that that's the other thing, TK, that yeah. I forgot about. You had a owner for like three years. 
When was yeah. the last time you had an owner who was just like, you know what, this isn't for me? I'm out. And and let's be real, like he was a, a Russian oligarch and he had to sell the team because they were seizing his assets and he had to leave the country. Mm. <laughs> so well, that's a good reason to You you know Dame Lillard was Brooklyn's pick. Mm. Apparently Dame Lillard was everybody's pick. No, was like it he, what... number six was was Brooklyn's. Portland owned Brooklyn's pick because who, of Gerald Wallace. Who, who owns oh. Sacramento's? Nobody. That was just their own mess. Oh. That was just your own mess. It'd be easier to believe if someone owned Sacramento's pick and made them select He Who Shall Not Be Named. I know. T-Rob, T-Rob is no, like. He Who damn. Shall Not Be Named. Yes. Oh, man. man. We got Dude. T-Rob later on, and I was like, top the five whole damn league me. got T-Rob. And I was like, this man can't play basketball. Well, that's unfortunate. TK. Did you watch the All-Star game? Yeah, I did. I had to do it out of, like, I didn't want to do it, but I had to for the pod. So I was talking to my mom, and she's like, aren't you watching the All-Star game? And I'm like, I don't want to. And she's like, don't you have to do an episode about it? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Just turn it on. (laughs) So I watched it. I watched all of it. I watched the three-point contest, watched the Rising Stars. I didn't watch the celebrity game. I think you guys can forgive me for that one. No, I was asked. That's the one thing we saw a lot of because it was on your in boy, the studio your during boy, the MVP. Show. Micah Parsons? <laughs> <laughs> he has ups. Aaron Donald's a pretty good uh, football, uh, basketball player as well. So is, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, my gosh. The, the greatest defensive lineman in the game right now. Garrett. Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah, Miles Garrett. Garrett was balling yeah. as well. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's he's good. Do you, yeah. do you have the outrage though that every everybody else has about All Star Weekend? I think in general we need to all take a step back and just be like, listen, is it that serious for us to continually write these annual think pieces about the demise of the NBA based around the All Star Game? I I know why Adam Silver's well. scared about. I get that. He's still upset. But everybody else, I don't know if we should be, like, so upset. I think there's probably ways to make it better. I'm sure there's incentives to to try and increase the competitive nature in the game. However, I'm not sure that you can really get beyond the fact that everyone knows now that this is an exhibition game. And what matters the most is not getting injured and making it through the last third of the season and going into the – I mean, these are these are all-stars on good teams. These aren't all-stars on playing teams. They're getting ready for the last stretch of the season where they want to be fresh and ready to go, which is why I was not shocked that Kawhi didn't play in it, right? Like, he should, he should probably chill out and wait uh, and get his legs ready for the stretch of the season. So – I think the fact that players are now making so much money and see themselves as what they are, which is products, and that their legacy is tied to these, you know, ring culture, they don't care about Ding up at half court. They don't care about like putting the straps on other guys. They just wanna shoot from deep and mess around and, you know, have like try to throw lobs to themselves and, you know, try to have fun. But Anthony Edwards, you knew it was a mockery when he's like, I'll just shoot with my left hand the whole time. Yeah. 
I just look, man. They they can do whatever. I just thought that. I like to see a little bit more uh, competitive nature from these guys. They ain't got to play. Like but how do you do it? You know, like you could you stop could being say, followers. Right, well, well, I think that's whoever I think wins that's the, the, the game gives gets you get home court for the finals. I think I think the the way you do it is you is somebody needs to stop being a follower. Somebody like that's really what all this comes down to is they follow whoever it is the, the guy at the time like whoever sets the standard LeBron Steph and I actually think they play relatively I wouldn't say hard but you know they they actually play the game a little bit but these guys are followers none of them want to like take it seriously because nobody else is taking it seriously so they'll just be like all right I'll just fall in line and not play defense and just run around like everybody else. Get through it. It's going to take somebody to be like, nah, who, Anthony Edwards, you got the ball? I'm about to lock you up, bro. Like, I'm locking you up. Ironically, you would think Anthony Edwards would be that type of person. You know what I mean? I, that's the type of competitor that he's shown himself to be. But even he's just falling in line of like, ah, I won't do anything. Somebody got, I don't know who that person is, but somebody got to change the the energy in that game. Whether it's talk crazy, I- D up, Whatever. Yeah. Somebody's got to change the energy, but nobody's willing to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think the entire premise. Everybody's wise to the premise, and is like, I just kind of want a vacation. And everyone's going out at night, right? Every everybody during the All Star game, including the players that are playing in it, they're out late. They're seeing you know these different shows. Like there's a lot of good parties, so you're not really thinking about getting yourself together to D up. I just don't see that being a thing. Yeah, they can do more than I was going to make a joke. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about <laughs> D up, but as they, another, they can, they can do more than what they do. Even with all that, that's Elam going on, ending, they can do more. Than don't what forget do. that the Elam ending gave us some competitive basketball for about a quarter. Mm-hmm. They just don't like it. Cause it feels gimmicky. And how do you really, it's like, how do you satisfy the casual fan? And then simultaneously satisfy, you know, the the like loyalist fan, right? Mm. And casual fans coming in. I think the timing of the All Star Game is whack too. It, you should not. It should not be the week following the Super Bowl. Mm. I stopped going. I stopped going to All Star Games when that change in the NFL calendar shifted. When they put in an extra week, which made it Super Bowl then All Star versus a week. And I think there should really be two weeks in between because it's just we had the most competitive, exciting last third and fourth quarter and overtime of that Super Bowl. Some of the best football that we've seen all year. And then you go into that. Right. And it feels like uh, like you're getting the Pro Bowl right after the finals. Mm. Why would we want that? We wouldn't. Well, you can resume your all star festivities next year when it's in San Francisco. Oh, I'm definitely coming for that. Okay. I've already made. Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. All right, very good, very good. Um, we're staying at whatever hotel you're staying at because I'm oh, sure yeah, you'll get like sure. five comped rooms yeah, for no yeah, reason yeah. whatsoever. Just throw us one, and we'll be good to <laughs> go. No MGM out west, unfortunately, so I'm going to be slumming it like everyone else. So, yeah, some yeah, nice hotels yeah, TK, out there. TK's TK, version of slumming is a little, one, yeah. a little bit different. She's going to find the nicest one. They got some nice ones. We're going to need to book in advance, though, baby, because it's going to be. Gonna be popping, I think. That's all right. We 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 got you. Or you know, we'll drive. One Next two, you'll go to L.A. after that too. Indeed, I didn't you, go to the L.A. one. I was in Korea when it was the last L.A. All Star. Have we discussed the 
Korea era of Trista Crick? <laughs> the Korea era. Have we? <laughs> it was not an era. It was not an era. It was a blip. It was just the, is this, the Winter this Olympics. This isn't when you almost married. So, oh, the Olympics. Okay. All right. It was just I was there for the Olympics. It happened okay. to be at the same time the All-Star Game was, which okay. is, again, a big miss. We should not have sporting events on top of one another. Oh, or, that, one, or, that one's pretty easy. <laughs> just, Winter Olympics or NBA All-Star Game. Yeah, All-Star Game. I don't I'm need a, to. I, I'm going to tune into this non-competitive <laughs> basketball game versus these cross-country skiers who've been training. I don't for need to see the luge. What day. is it called? The luge. luge. Yeah. I don't. I'm good. Luge in person is so. Dope. Is luge the cool runnings? That's bobsled. Oh, that, bobsled. is that bobsled? Yeah. Oh, what's the luge then? They're. Uh, is that the one I where think they're a like different body position? Oh. And skeletons really crazy. Skeleton. I think that's face first. Pause. Oh well. Oh, that's when they're like, oh yeah. that. Oh yeah, that's oh, wild. If you're up close, because they let you just go as close as I mean as the wall. Of course, because there's you no see one. See them there. coming around the wall. Pause. And um, and it is, it's terrifying. You're terrified for them. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't think I'll ever go to the Winter Olympics. No, I'll catch the highlights at the hotel while I'm at All Star Weekend. Yeah. No, you would, you would love it. It, it was. I'd really love cold. what? It's cold. No, he hates being cold. He wouldn't love it. No, no, no. But it wasn't that bad. It was on the. So they had it in two different spots. One was near the mountains. One was on the coast of mm. of Korea. This village called Gangnung, and it wasn't that bad. It was. It was only like thirty five. Bro. 37? I mean, you just put on... I mean, I'll be bundled up. I'm okay. Like, I went to the snow yeah. a couple well, weeks ago. can we just... Fine. I hope the NBA watches the film back from this wow. past weekend and realizes how stupid they look with these guys coming in from outside, shaking the snow off well, of their jackets. Well, you see who put in the bid for after L.A.? I did Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a no. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Doc Rivers! Well... Well, well, we got time. We, we, do you want to do? You want to talk about Doc, or you want to talk about Kenny? I'd like to talk about Kenny. I don't know what's happening with Kenny. What's happening with him? Well, you, oh, you, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. I thought you meant Kenny. not not Kenny. I'm he's, sorry, not KC. Yeah, yeah he's Kenny oh, Smith. You mean like Kenny, Kenny All Star Game, Kenny. Kenny Smith. That man. He was I wild. tell you what. I think in general, the larger issue is that these guys. I don't know if they really like basketball. Mm. I wonder sometimes to myself. Was that the appropriate moment to say that thing, mm. right? You want to talk about Sabrina shooting in the women's three-point line? That's something that you should have been doing in the weeks leading up to the event mm -hmm. or even before the event. If you want to have that, well, listen, like almost giving her some sort of cover or excuse if she doesn't, you know? Like also, you know, she hasn't been playing in two months. Like, But she, she put up the same amount of points as every other guy in the three-point contest, and then you're like, oh, well, there's women's tees for a reason? She should have played, she should have shot on the women's three-point line because that's what she's used to? No, Sabrina chucks deep all the time in, in WNBA games. It was really the rust. She was phenomenal. She had Steph shook. So in that moment, the, the correct comment is, my God, with all that hype for all those weeks, all that promo that they did where NBA players were voting and saying who they thought was going to win. The the lead-up was creating pressure for both of them in a way that, like, we would understand if they did if they folded to it. 
But man, was it even better than yeah, we anticipated. Delivered. Kudos to both of them yeah. under the circumstance. They absolutely and, delivered. And boy, oh boy, did she have Steph shaking in his boots when he missed two or three from the top of the key. <laughs> No, nah, they they both day. they both delivered, man. They they shot the heck out of the ball. And Steph Curry, um, I mean, just uh, I'm sitting there watching with my son. I'm like, it's, this guy's the greatest shooter we'll ever see. It's not like oh, there's gonna be legions of Steph Curry's behind him. Like, nope, ain't none of them, ain't none of them gonna be a better shooter than Steph. He's the greatest we'll ever see. And after Sabrina had her round, where she, I was sitting there like, yo, she's cooking. She gonna beat him. This is crazy. And for him to respond the way he did, they both delivered, man. And I just – I think what you said is spot on about a lot of these guys and girls who cover the game. They don't really cover the game like that, and they don't really like basketball like that. I don't know what happened with some of these former players. Like maybe they've done it for so long, like they don't love it the same as when they grew up or whatever. But I'm with you. I don't, I don't think a lot of them really like watch the game like that. Like – I don't think they watch the NBA like that. Like me, I love the game. I'm watching. I've got high school basketball playoffs in front of me right now. I watch college. I watch the basketball tournament. I watch WNBA. I watch women's college. Like, I love basketball. I don't think those guys who cover the league are watching anything outside of what's on TNT that night. And I I think they're so used to what they maybe see on Twitter, which is just criticizing anything that they could possibly chime in about that they that's what they think that the broadcast should be too. Mm. criticize the cities criticize the players criticize the you know the way that they're dressing criticizing every aspect other than what we're watching on the court you know kenny doesn't doesn't even know what tyrese halliburton does he doesn't even (laughs) know and and this is the guy who's like the mantle the symbol for indiana's all-star game like he's the one He's the one everyone's checking for all weekend long. And you don't know that he's a deep shooter? You're mm. shocked that he hits five in a row? What are we doing here? Right. Yeah. L. That's Plus, like, is. all of us, if we're in, in Summer League, which is largely the worst basketball on the NBA level you're going to see, probably mm. G League too. But the, the it's worse, though, for Summer League, I think, because they're, they're rusty and they're new. And it's all day long, mm. right? It's noon to 11 and it's supposed to be a a networking event for a lot of people too but honestly i i look up and i'm like man i've been in this gym watching hoops for seven straight hours Hmm. and it's not good hoops but you find the things about each individual player that you're looking to watch them grow in right Mm -hmm. like you see alperin shangun you're like wow i really like that he does this or Namias Kata was like a summer league god a couple of years ago. And so then you check for him later when he's in the league. Now he's playing for Boston. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that was what he did, you know, two summers ago. So that's, I think, what gets fans excited is the excitement in the people who cover the game, too. Mm -hmm. And it's a real shame because negativity is poisonous. Mm. TK, I'm glad your mom made you watch the All-Star game. Shout out to Mama Crick. So we said nope, hi. No, nope, no, uh, no, Doc Rivers. I guess none of that. No, like uh, we could blow past the commercial break and go to Doc Rivers if you want. It's all about you guys. Let me know what you guys want. I'm here for you. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, Jesse says do it. Jesse says the hell with it. <laughs> I am.
am currently making a. We don't have to start worrying about commercial breaks till the other station has a number before the point. Those oh, are the rules, oh, so we'll keep oh, we'll keep moving. Oh, so, oh. so you can you can you can you can you can ride with Doc Rivers here. What do we got? I am currently making a compilation video of all of the moments. Well, not all, because it's way too many of the highlights and lowlights of Doc Rivers taking credit for things he has nothing to do with and delivering blame uh, to others about things that clearly have to do with him. And if you look on Twitter just for the videos themselves, they come up right away. Mm. The Doc Rivers throwing Ben Simmons under the bus comes up right away. Mm. Doc Rivers throwing James Harden under the bus comes up right away. Doc Rivers saying that the Clippers didn't have chemistry and they weren't good enough. Uh, The Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan Clippers comes up right away. Him talking to Bill Simmons saying that the Bucks aren't being coached right comes up right away. There's just so many of them for for people to get upset with J.J. Redick for calling out what we've all been saying, and he decided to put that on wax on a platform like ESPN, and then it turning into like a former Clipper, kind of a Civil War feud where Doc where Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers, I don't know if you guys saw it. He was like, and then we took you out the game at the end of games. I was like, we, <laughs> we, you were a player on that team. You literally had a job because your dad put you on that roster. And Pat Bev is only on the Bucks because Doc Rivers is coaching the Bucks. He's been with them. It doesn't make any sense. J.J. Redick has, has no reason to do this other than the fact that, like, it's true. Yeah, I – Austin's the most hated player, I really swear. Is. Like, yeah, everyone hate Austin. hates Austin Rivers. <laughs> like, everyone. In every franchise he's ever been with, they hate that dude. Man. I think people who don't know Austin Rivers hate him. Austin is just – got that stigma to him, I guess. I guess that's what it is. He I, wants to finesse. Doc, I told you guys the story when he was coaching L.A. It was when they were the ninth seed. They almost snuck into the eight. I, f- I forget what year it was. Maybe it was like early 2010s, maybe 2012, maybe. No, probably 2016, maybe. I forget what year it was. It was one of his last years as a Clippers head coach. Was it the year and they I- they did get in and they played the Warriors in round one or something like that? No, they just missed the playoffs. Just missed it. And they were like a half a game out. And it looked like the last couple of weeks they were going to get in because they were they started to get hot. Mm. And that was like all of the commentary was, oh, can the Clippers get in? Can the Clippers get in? First day of the NBA playoffs, I'm in L.A. on vacation. I see Doc Rivers at a golf course on the driving range. I say to him, hey, man, you guys almost got in. That was like one hell of a run at the end of the season. Wouldn't that – like that would have been crazy if you guys – because they were like the 10th or 11th seed, and they got up. It was real close. I think it came down to one of the last games uh, of the season. And he was like, yeah, that would have been something. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And then I saw him proceed to play golf the next, like, seven, eight days in a row. He was on his little golf course, you know, on his little golf cart. And I'm like, he doesn't want to coach in the playoffs. He wants to play golf. He wants to get paid, shirk responsibility, pass the blame on everybody else, and then golf at some of the most ritzy golf courses in the country. Well, you know, I, I like Doc, but you did forget when he just had a throwback side swipe of his magic team. Remember? Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the roster. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna that was so uncalled for. Have you yeah. seen? Have you seen the Orlando Magic roster that I coach? Did you see them? Uh, we should t- wasn't that the birth of? Uh, we should tell the whole story. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That's where that line came from. Because, oh, they, they, they say I, I blow was, a three one lead. And all that's this, what it was. Yeah, really yeah. We should tell the whole story. It was the three one <laughs> leads. Was, that's a perfect impersonation to do. <laughs> well, they, they talk about you know I, I blow three one leads and all this. I, I, I wish you tell the whole story. You know when you do that. I mean, look at the teams that that I had. You know, I, I did. It's not a whole lot that could happen with that one there. <laughs> they all sucked. I know. <laughs> This guy, everybody's starting. It's like Woj. Remember when the whole collective of NBA fans and media all sort of realized, almost like the fog had been lifted, like, oh, Woj is not just a newsbreaker. He's in everyone's pockets, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's a part of the system. He's, he's got like a, he needs that money for the hell that he's funding in his own water. He's delivering little seeds like little finger on behalf of agents and teams. And you know when he breaks something, everyone knows. He's like mafioso. Mm-hmm. If you don't kiss the ring, you're out. You know what time it is with Woj. I think now we kind of all collectively know what time it is with Doc. It's been coming. And Harden, the end of Harden's time. Did you see, by the way, Doc Rivers said that he was consulted by the Clippers? I saw, I saw that today. On on the James Harden trade? Yeah. He was responsible for them pulling the trigger? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like I like Doc, but he, he's tripping. So, I was so confused when the Bucks called me and told me I was the new coach. That's not how that happens. <laughs> It'd be like if I called you. I'm like, Damien, you're moving to Atlanta. You're now. You're now the radio host in in like KTZ I. And you're like, wait, no. I think I have say in where well, I'm gonna work. Well, the other part of that story will be Damien would spend uh, six months telling the program director at Atlanta how bad uh, <laughs> the shows are, and then when the guy goes, hey, you can come get the show. I. I don't know what me I, where I I don't even know how this happened. I was so confused. He went on Bill Simmons' pod and ripped Adrian Griffin <laughs> for like a solid hour. He did multiple Bucks games and threw this man under the bus about defensive schemes multiple times. They hire him to be a consultant to help Adrian Griffin grow as a new head coach. And all that ends up doing is getting that man, Adrian Griffin, clipped and Doc Rivers the job. That is the mm. definition of a dirty Mac. That is the definition. <laughs> but why, if Come that's on, the case, if, on, if, if that's the case, why do people keep falling for this? Because this I, isn't the first time. He's probably I a good think guy. It's because he sounds good when he talks. Yeah, well, well, wait a minute. He doesn't sound like a good guy if that's the case. Like, wait a minute. He just kind of has a friendly tone, you know? No, that's it's... what I need to work on. I think I get in, in hot water when I shouldn't just because my tone sometimes Oh, your bad. tone, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all tone. He's like, yeah, you know, the thing about that I've realized is that, you know, Adrian Griffin's a great guy but can't coach at all. And, uh, <laughs> and you're like, it, it really soothes how bad the words are that are coming out of his mouth. He'll, no, here, here you go. He goes, oh, you know, I – Adrian Griffin, I mean, he's a great guy. 
He's, he's been in the league. He's been around the league forever. But at some point, if you're the Bucks, you've got to decide if you want to win a championship for Giannis. See how he basically said, <laughs> you got to decide to get rid of this guy. <laughs> That's, but he didn't say that. He said, no. at some point, you've got to decide Giannis isn't always going to be here. <laughs> I love go, I love how I, much Trista loves your Doc Rivers impression. <laughs> That's been my favorite part I thought I had done Doc day. Rivers' uh, his impression before that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, boss. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then he'll, he'll try to claim that he's heard whispers that Giannis was going to go somewhere else <laughs> if they don't get a ring soon. And no, it's... Doc, I think Doc's hilarious. Actually, I think caliber coach. I think Doc just works the system. Like he just says stuff, and he knows it'll get like tweeted and become (laughs) news. And so he just says stuff, and it's it does just that. It becomes news. It's a lot harder than I thought. Well, he wouldn't wish this on anyone. That's the one. That's the one that got me. Was I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. You've got. Lillard and Giannis. What are you talking about? Also, didn't he say uh, that the guys' minds were in Cabo when they lost? The yeah, Memphis? yeah. He said we had some guys in Cabo tonight. Mm. I think they're yeah, three yeah. and. He was seven. in Cabo. I think they're three and seven. He was on the golf course. Maybe he was yes. on the golf course in Cabo. He was probably so pissed he had to coach that All Star game. <laughs> so that's hilarious, dudes. Three and seven as the Bucks head coach, and he was the coach of the Eastern Conference All Stars. <laughs> put Dame back in there to get that MVP. And, and then he <laughs> no, but Dame was cooking, and he subbed out Dame for Tyrese Maxey, which is so rich because he would always bench Tyrese Maxey when he coached <laughs> of the Sixers. At oh, what dark. point, though, with the Bucks, does it start to become like a player's problem? Oh, now. Oh, now. okay. Okay. I don't think they – did you see Dame had his uh, starting five of current players mm-hmm. in the NBA and Giannis wasn't on it? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, no, hold on. I wish we tell the whole story. <laughs> I, I've seen reports that I haven't se- – I, I don't know. I've seen reports that maybe they said you can't name any of your teammates. I, I think it did. Let's see. See how they see how the I hate the media. Well, that was like Trista <laughs> two two or three nights ago who retweeted the clip of of of, of what was it? Gigi. Gigi, yeah. Gigi, Gigi saying, ah. "Hey, how did you guys get the win tonight?" And he said, "Well, credit to the Bucks and Doc Rivers," and cuts the clip off and just retweets it as if that's what actually happened. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself, TK. You you internet guilty too. Look, she got this stupid look on her face because she knows she perpetuates all this stuff on 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 Twitter as well. Oh man! I know it's so bad, but it's funny. Well, it is funny. The clip was funny. It was just but- just a sharp like blade cut at the end is what really. Hey, just credit to Doc Rivers and the Bucks. Wait, what? <laughs> the hell? That's what he said. Oh, wild. But I, I, I do not think that they like each other much. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they personally do. Sometimes there's a professional, professional disagreements and professional chemistry issues, and you personally like each other. But I, this kid Blazers Palace put together this montage of Brooke Lopez and Dame and all the things that he did. To Dame, like uh, he took the last shot against the Blazers instead of giving it to Dame when Dame was wide open mm. in order for Dame to hit the, the last shot. 
Uh, he didn't celebrate with Dame when he hit that last second shot to win against the Kings. He like walked off the that. court. Uh, he ran into Dame at the end of the Memphis Grizzlies game, caused yeah, Dame that to was turn crazy. Oh, that was crazy. Oh, Dame in the middle of losing a battle. What are you doing? That was awful. <laughs> just terrible. That was terrible just stuff. Awful. I think Drew Holiday was more important to this Bucks team than people are are talking about mm. in terms of like everyday grind in the NBA season. 82 games, we all know it's too much. And I think that the players know it's too much. On a day-to-day basis, you need somebody who's a psycho, who's going to get you excited about doing the little things at practice and film and in a game against the Memphis Grizzlies with three G League guys on it. Because mm. ultimately, you want to take those that game off. But I don't think Dame or Giannis are the ones to push that motivation forward. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you do because it clearly isn't working the way that they would hope it would work. Chris Middleton's been injured. Dame's been dealing with something. Obviously, he's dealing with a lot of things off the court, which sucks, right? That's there's a lot of yeah, you can Glorilla. Tell. Yeah, Glow loves him. He's, he's dealing with Glorilla now. <laughs> he got a fan in Glow. <laughs> I don't think he's dating. Yeah, Glow. Glow. Well, I didn't say anything about dating. <laughs> now nah, she loved she loved her some Dame. Yeah, <laughs> Glow. <laughs> but, Where's that whistle? But they had to, uh, they had to move on from Drew. It, it wasn't. No, nah, we we gotta go. We 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 don't have. All right, we like them. literally have. Just to go. is this a, is this a shoot though? Were you on six seventy Chicago this morning and it was it was straight lace Trista? I but, was on six seventy wow. this morning. Just but, I don't think it was straight lace. It just wasn't flags. You know, there wasn't <laughs> pauses. You know. <laughs> I, I think I called what was this was this Allison Allison if you listen to the whole hit I said that that the Chicago Bulls were the most disgraceful franchise in oh. the NBA oh. and they would never win a thing because they were stealing from their fans and using their loyalty from the MJ era mm. and they'll never do what it takes to compete on any level because they're too concerned about selling tickets That's concession harsh. money jersey sales and beating the Bucks on a random Tuesday in January. I don't think that's corporate crick. No, that's definitely not yeah, corporate crick. That's off the top rope right with an elbow that. drop. The boys asked a new question right after that. They didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> like, we didn't want that. <laughs> Ma'am, give us your thoughts on the Kings. Uh, all right, TK, tell Mama Crick hi. We love you. I will. Love y'all. All, all right. Uh, we'll come back. We really do have to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Jason Jones is going to join us about 30 minutes from now. Uh, and we'll get back at it. Stealing with KC. We should talk some Kings basketball. I did have some 49er stuff. I heard some crazy stuff. Man, we might be able to hold that off till tomorrow. Sure. There's nothing going on tonight. Well, there sure isn't. Stealing with KC on ESPN 1320. <laughs> Jesse working that magic back there behind the scenes. <laughs> We're back in here. Uh, did you want to say something about Sabrina, or was that no? I just thought commercial? it was that just kind of cracked me up that people, they the internet was kind of going crazy. Sabrina was in like a dress and some some boots or something like that, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, I thought she was talking about the drop. No. Oh, I thought you were. No, I, th- she I thought she like talking a, about the. She was on IG or something like that and had like a dress. And some boots on her. She just looked nice, like she probably went to one of the All Star parties or mm-hmm. something like that. And the guys was look like crazy. look like Rock and and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. going crazy over Sabrina. Okay, um, man, 
It's always a fun tri- uh, conversation with TK. Yeah. You want to talk Kings? Yeah, I feel absolutely. like there's some. I'm just looking through, you know, our show that we planned that we didn't do. Uh, you know, about two and a half hours ago, I teased the line about how big of a deal it is to make the All Star game. <laughs> And how that pertains to be an all NBA. Yeah. I brought that up like two hours and 40 minutes ago, and we never went back to that. Well, then I started talking Raising Canaan. We did. That was, that was way more fun than, than anything else. You want to talk Kings right here? Absolutely. We're going to talk to Jason Jones coming up in about 30 minutes. Um, and we mentioned, you know, obviously there's a lot of attention on the All Star game and whatever. And more specifically for Sacramento Kings fans, there were conversations about who wasn't at the All Star game. Uh, game shout out to y- your boy who you just mentioned who you and Miss P call out his name quite a well, bit I, no, but I Devin mean, Booker well sometimes he just like he'd be on the ground I'd be like and crying I'm like stop bro that's not what you say that, that's all I say I say that's stop, not bro. what you say you use the same word that Miss P tweeted oh <laughs> uh, she a wild one for that one she really <laughs> tweeted it though that's why it was funny <laughs> But Book was talking about De'Aaron Fox, and I know Kings fans have been like, yo, they're going to make the All-Star team. How are these guys going to make All-NBA? Did a a, a little bit of research. Jesse looked up a couple of things last week we never really talked about. Like Siakam was the last guy to do it, but it was in 21-22, so it's not like it was a long time ago. As I dug a little bit deeper, it's actually not terribly uncommon Mm -hmm. for a player to not make the All-Star team, but – but be all NBA. Mm-hmm. It happened to Dame in the times that he missed uh in in the time that he missed the All-Star game early in his career. I think he made he 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 missed his first one, made the next two and then missed maybe the next two and it was the next two where people really got into an uproar like how can you leave Dame Lillard out? How can you leave Dame Lillard out? Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, those guys in recent years have been all NBA without being all star guys. Yeah. So it's not yeah. it's not terribly uncommon. Like I get Kings fans like trepidation over it or you know frustration over it, um, but it's it's not unusual. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the Kings are judged the the De'Aaron the, the, the Kings players De'Aaron and Domas might be judged at a they're judged a little bit differently than other guys are, where. They're gonna probably have to win at a higher clip to get that recognition than they did in the first part of the season. Yeah, and that's the that's the unfortunate thing about being in Sacramento, being a small mar- market, whatever the case may be, that you're gonna like you're gonna have to go a little bit above and beyond than maybe right. Anthony Davis does yep. or Paul George or something like that. So uh, it's it's part of the game. I think uh, I think they understand that. And the only the only unfortunate thing about that, or one of the more unfortunate things about that, is that it's tied into these guys' money, and that's yeah. what's like, dang man, yeah. like that's tough. Especially man. De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron's got big, big money on riding, yeah. riding on making another All NBA team. Yeah, that's. But I don't know what I, 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 and that's the. I don't know what the. I don't know. I don't know if this is a problem. And I don't know if there's a correct solution to it. Like Jason Jones tells us all the time, uh, you know, he didn't, he doesn't want, he didn't want these votes. He doesn't want to be directly responsible for someone being able to make 30, 40, 50, $60 million more based on his opinion on a basketball position. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like I get why you put these 
acknowledgments in there, why you put these potential contract boosters in there. Mm-hmm. Like I understand like both sides of it. If you, you're, you're a player, you want to be recognized for being one of the best. Mm-hmm. And the best way to be recognized is financially. Like it's very nice. It's very nice if you want to give me a new job title. What does that new job title mean to my bank account? Right? You want you want financial recognition. It's cool to be all NBA. What comes with that? Mm. Financial recognition comes with that. But the other side to that is how is that recognition determined? Yeah. And that's where I think people get they get antsy about this whole thing including writers yeah. and reporters or people who have votes in this stuff. They should probably do away with this stuff as far as extra compensation for making such and such team because this is the 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 best way to do it, and it's not even that good, you know, because now you got writers um, bowing out, you know, mm-hmm. prominent writers, like guys who probably should be voting for it. So I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to, you know – affect a guy's livelihood is a little extreme when they're making so much money. But still, you know, it's, yeah, it's still $30 million. Yeah, you know absolutely. I, mean? I don't want to be a part of it. So I don't know if they will do it because it's another way to make more money. But they probably should eliminate the bonuses or being able to make a super max because you made an all-NBA team. That And I, I think they already do some some of that, but it should just be – more so based on service time with a particular team only. So De'Aaron Fox, because he's put in six-plus years with the Sacramento Kings, he's eligible for an extra $40 million. Mm-hmm. It should go that way because there's too many variables the other way around. Are the Are the two connected – the all NBA teams plus the service on a team. It feels like you get because, you get more, right? Like so, so, you get a fifth year and you can get forty million, right? Like so, the fifth, but so by itself, but it has to do with it has to do, but it has more to do with the uh your your service with that team. Like if LeBron goes to Cleveland next year and makes an All NBA team, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, well, the, the LeBron could be an, an extreme example because yeah. it's like so many years in the league, but but I think like I don't know. So for instance, Tyrese has played the same amount of game, same amount of seasons in Indiana as he has in Sacramento. So, but. The All NBA is what would have got him. The, the but the, but there's a I think there's a caveat to that. Hmm. He was traded during his rookie contract, right? So right. I think that that plays a that plays a part in that. If you're if you if he was traded during his rookie extension, it's different. So like if De'Aaron was traded last year to Team X, he wouldn't have been eligible for a super max because he didn't have the service with that team. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, Was it, man, I feel like someone just told this story. I feel like it was Carmelo in talking about like a, I I can't remember. There's George Carl has to be the most miserable human being on the planet. 
he just like wakes up and goes, how can I trash Carmelo Anthony today? See, lucky Carmelo, this is a different dude. You got to the wrong person, regardless of what your health situation is. You can't. That doesn't give you carte blanche to just talk about people bad. You know what I mean? Those, like, I don't know. I don't have. I've still the the next person I meet who goes, man, I love George Carl. They'll be the first. Hmm. I'm looking back at some of these All NBA teams. Demarcus, an All NBA guy. That's why Demarcus was in line for that. Massive extension that never happened. Mm. Still feel bad about that. Feel bad for the guy. <laughs> the amount, yeah. It, I, I, feel, I feel bad for DeMarcus when I think about the amount of money he lost in his career. Mm-hmm. Just like, not not just the Kings thing, but the Kings into the Achilles mm-hmm. and then just the, the, the series of events that happened with him. You could, I think, I think I did the math once. I think it was somewhere in the vicinity of from from that moment, like he like never recouped somewhere in the vicinity of like two hundred and ten million dollars. Damn. It might have been a little it might have been like two hundred and five million dollars. It was a brutal, brutal number. Oof. Just cause thing he never he never got that contract yeah. after that. Yeah. Never That's got tough, that man. contract. Um I just don't see them doing away with it because I think the tie-in to years of service was done to <laughs> curtail leaving. Mm. It's like, well, don't ask for a trade because you get you get more money. It's why Steph Curry, if he wants to, is going to flirt with that hundred million dollar a year number. Because he, no one sees him, despite Joe Budden's belief, <laughs> no one sees him playing for anyone except the Golden State Warriors for the rest of his career. Yeah. And that was kind of a, that was also kind of a weird component to the All Star Game with like Steph and LeBron like talking about their NBA mortality, right? Mm-hmm. Like how both of them kind of acknowledging like it's almost over. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron's press conference before the before the game, which was something I did watch, was like. Man, this thing really is almost over. And then why Steph, didn't he do a press conference? I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It, maybe it wasn't a press. I, I. I probably used the wrong term. It was media availability. Yeah, I don't even know why he did that. That's LeBron. It's the All Star. I mean, it's, it's I great. Know. People want to hear. I mean, it's from a chance him. to be in front of media members that maybe you you don't get to be in front of on a. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. Um. But it did feel like you. you I did, to your point though. It did kind of feel different. It felt like almost like a state of LeBron address. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Adam does the state of the NBA address. Yeah. That felt like a state of LeBron address. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of a weird component to all of this. Is like Steph did an interview with Malika as well, where it was just like, man, these guys really are kind of nearing the end of all yeah, of this. Man. Yeah, and of course LeBron was called a liar. We didn't get to talk to Trista Crick about that. Like LeBron, LeBron can't talk without being just <laughs> shredded apart. They also, uh, they also had a dis- had a discussion today on ESPN on first take about the next face of the league, and they asked if that person needs to be married with a family, like they're a president. Says <laughs> shoot. <laughs> they were like Magic and Larry were married. LeBron was in a relationship with Savannah. They need to be looked at 
possibly or maybe that's very cute that's very cute because lebron and savannah weren't married for like the first decade (laughs) of his career but no that's that's fine let's fudge the conversation a little bit well then even jj was like i mean not to talk bad about anybody but we know how some of the personal life went for some of these guys that were were married we're gonna use magic as an example (laughs) for this huh (laughs) so <laughs> apparently I, some of us hadn't read the Jordan books. Okay. So I, I just found it bizarre that they were that. And, and to be honest with you, it wasn't them. It was Shannon Sharp who brought it up. Like Stephen A was like, I didn't expect this to be a conversation. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting this, but you know who else is married? Vince and Linda are married. Well, whew, not relationship goals. Okay. Has anybody heard anything about our last first lady in the last during this whole run up to 2024? No, right. <laughs> so what are we talking about? What's your boys doing? I don't know, man. I was like I said that was Shannon. That was on. That was Shannon. That was on. Yeah, that was on. Oh, Shannon. And I, uh, and and I'll be fair to him. I think he was asking the question. I don't think he said this is what happened. I don't think the face of the NBA needs to be married with children. No, it's okay. Like that doesn't. You're you're not. I don't think the president of the United States needs to be married. Not at this. Not when we we know what some of these relationships are. Like, what's the point? <laughs> like, this ain't the this ain't the fifties anymore. Like, we 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 know all about like how these people are getting down. Like, what's the point? I don't. The fifties. We we ain't read about JFK and Marilyn well, Monroe. Yeah, and JFK was married. Yeah. Still smashing <laughs> and still defusing nuclear bombs from afar. <laughs> what are we doing? Who was uh, who was Marilyn? Uh, Lou, uh, Mantle? Mickey Mantle? Or Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Um, who is the did they? Who is the next face of the league? Did they say? I didn't see. I, I know we went over thing. this. We well, we went over this in a different way weeks ago. Yeah. Um. I got De'Aaron Fox. I don't know. Shout out De'Aaron. That's who I got to. Um, De'Aaron going to be the first face of the league to go, yeah, I'm not going to the All-Star game. <laughs> this is trash. I'm not doing this. Yeah, they, they, It's a group of like 10 guys, I feel, who have a real shot. I don't think – you know who You know who I don't – because I, I guarantee this guy was one of them, who I don't think is realistic, is Luka. And you don't think Luka's realistic? Mm-mm. Why is that? Luka going to cut a promo? No, I guess Larry didn't really either. But no. Larry had magic. Like Luca needs really a really do that either. Uh, he'll talk, but he's yeah, not. He he not he doesn't all, talk like Jordan. Yeah, and he's not really I mean, charismatic uh, when he LeBron. speaks. He's not. They kind of no, but he like has this. a charismatic demeanor. Like he has, he has the he he dances like he's he's got the childish. Joy of playing, mm-hmm. like I, I think that's attractive. Luca kind of does that stuff, though. Yeah, Luca also accidentally cusses like forty <laughs> times a year. <laughs> you know who? Uh, and it, he's got to be considered um, in the running. Mm. One of the new faces for Louis Vuitton. Man, there's so many guys. You got to fill me in. There's so many guys wearing that that new Pharrell Louis. I don't know who you're talking about. You're listening to D-Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento. 
98.5 FM Carex QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320 always live on the free Odyssey app. It's big. New uh new deal with really? Louis Vuitton. Okay, he yeah. wore a Louis suit to the draft. I didn't I didn't know yeah. that. Boy, for, like boy, they're way. really leaning like an into hour before the show, I think. They're really leaning into NBA guy. Like every every NBA guy in the last month your boy in Draymond, mm. uh, SGA Not had someone boy. over Not the weekend. That was your guy. You was pra- Jesse. Was he praising him earlier? I yeah, yeah. Showed, confirmed. I just confirmed showed, from the producer. I just the tip of the. No, you was praising him, him earlier. No, just the no, tip fine. of the hat. No, you said you you found him hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they the Pharrell got them NBA dudes rocking his logo. Tough. See, the, when's the, your package arrive? I'm, no, I don't have a deal with Louis Vuitton. I don't. I don't. I don't. You do. I don't. I ain't rocking uh, that, new, that new. What are you rocking? That new demo. What, what, are, what are you rocking? I'm rocking my Huey P. Newton, oh, Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see this guy? Come on, man. Yeah, but you do have Draymond Green to connect you, though. Man. I, I don't have That's no, you. I don't Draymond you looking Green at me for? Yeah. What you talking about? Or at least you know who's all right by me, Draymond Green. That's what I heard. Once again, the media. Chatty House, did y'all hear that earlier well, today? Once again, the media continues to just. Just like just the GG Jackson clip. We got to cut. <laughs> you know, Draymond Green, get hat tip to Draymond Green and just clip that and put it out there on the internet. Well, the, he, he's out of run of him because remember the Dodger one too, where he's like, I got to tip my hat to the Dodgers oh, or whatever. See what happens wow. when you show a little respect to people. Wow. Oh, Smiling in front of Lakers murals. Draymond Green was talking about, oh yeah, Jason Tatum. It's not fair to him. He's not winning MVP until he was a championship. I'm not saying that's my guy, Draymond Green. Ronald no. Reagan. Oh, that yeah, wow. Man. It's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty four. Kenny Caraway is wild. Hell boy. no. Hell no. Um Yeah, but Wimby. Louis Vuitton. Wimby seems to have a personality too. But he does. But it's also everybody that I always want to throw out there, uh, the NFL, their king, all this other stuff. The people ain't going to know NFL players. And people want to know if if you want oh, if you want your no. product to move, Mm-mm. you go to the NBA players. Simple as that. No Simple doubt. Simple as that. No doubt. So they can say all they want about oh, ratings and all this other stuff. Ain't nobody. You're really offended by the. Uh, oh, they're doing something sneaky. By the NFL's ratings. Yeah, they're they doing something sneaky. Okay. Now, they would still be great ratings regardless. I'm mm-hmm. not disputing that, but they're doing something a little sneaky, and I'm going to find out. All I'm right. I'll find out what it is. You get them. Yeah. You get them. De'Aaron would have a chance, though, but De'Aaron don't. De'Aaron don't, don't want to Yeah, he don't want to do any of this. De'Aaron, what's, uh, what was the baseball player? Uh, Anthony, was it Anthony Rendon? Rendon? Is it Rendon? Is it Rendon? Mm-hmm. Who was just like, yeah, baseball's not my number one priority. <laughs> and he was, of course, baseball people ripped him apart for that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of – and Jokic, we joke about, like, Jokic. Oh, Jokic. Was, but, uh, hey, he had the time of his life this He weekend. did. Yeah, he had fun. the best time. Apparently him and his little buddy. <laughs> him and his little buddy, Luca. the, the, the <laughs> The new, the new, the new TV <laughs> comedy, Luca and, and and Jokic. Um, I think that's De'Aaron. Yeah, De'Aaron I, loves basketball, and I think it's a priority for De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's his number one priority. No, I don't think and so either. That's okay, and it only—I don't think it offends 
98% of athletes, but it offends like 98% of fans. Mm. They're so upset that they love this sport or this team or this athlete so much, and they think everyone has the Kobe Bryant mentality. Mm. We talked to our boss about that before because she loves the Mamba mentality. Like, you can't. Like that's there's why there's why that like is one person. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't think like that. Not in a work life, not in an athletic life, in most walks of life. Like people don't have that hyper focus on one singular thing. Yeah. I just wish De'Aaron would would have it because I don't want the spotlight on him and on the franchise in the city. Well, more. he's capable. That's the tough part yeah. with De'Aaron, is you feel like, yeah, he could be it's all there he could for be him. one. It's all there for him. I think a lot of people in the in the what is it, Madison Avenue? Is that what that is? They they want him to to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Did you see? It was like three different occasions they used De'Aaron to, <laughs> to promote the All Star. Yeah, I think I saw Domas in one of the commercials too. <laughs> like, all right, uh, but he just, didn't work this one through, did you? He he just he doesn't have much interest in it, and. To his defense, if they're going to play like that, I really wouldn't want to go either. I don't blame him. What are you going to want to do that for? Yeah, that was – that was that's a waste of time. <laughs> go go do that in addition to all of the other things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. The NBA care stuff, all those other stuff, the clutch sports uh, obligations that you're going to have. No, nah, bro, I'll be nah, – not nah, Rich, I'm at the house. Now <laughs> – And sack, hit me when you need – or wherever they went. Now, I uh, would I would want to go because it, it is it is a resume booster. And you may not care about your resume, but to have ex-time all-star on there I would prefer he stop saying, I don't care about being an all-star. I would absolutely Mm -hmm. prefer he stop saying that. But if he follows that up with an NBA, all-NBA second half, Mm -hmm. all right. Now you got two. It'll look weird that you have two all-NBA nods and one all-star appearance, but whatever. (laughs) That'll just make them look stupid, (laughs) not you. Right. Do you? Uh, there was something I was going to ask too with uh, Adam Silver. Number one, first of all, I know for sure I was going to say, do you think he needs to talk to some of these players about the All Star thing? But there was another thing I was going to ask you about. Well, Adam think Silver. about it for a second, yeah, and then write it down, and we'll come back and we'll talk about it because that's what we do. I'm stealing with Casey here on ESPN thirteen twenty. Hey, hey, Doc, they, they going in on Doc, man. <laughs> imagine, imagine Dame Lillard thinking, I want to go to a more stable winning organization. <laughs> and he goes to this debacle in Milwaukee. They going in on Doc. They beat they, him up they on. They ain't even on, in the playoffs. On, they beat him up on. Wait, in the playoffs. They're not in the top six? No, I'm saying like they haven't even failed in the playoffs. Oh, oh, And oh, they're oh. just <laughs> raking them over the coals. Are they still the second best team in the East right now? Or has that torch kind of been passed? I don't know the second best team, but you know, it's always been the top three. Philly's out of there, obviously. Yeah, so, it's, but it's to who? New York and Cleveland. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. they're I think they're all on the same level. I think Boston's above, and then those next three are about the same type of team. We talk about what this break could mean, this all star break could mean for Sacramento, and we talk about what we hope it means for Sacramento. Wonder what it means for a team like Cleveland. Mm. Cleveland probably didn't want the break to come. Yeah, they yo let us keep playing. Like they built a, a you know they 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 got some they got some space now with with Mil- Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. 
in that second group, and they've kind of landed pretty firmly in the second seed right now. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they've been playing as good as bas- good as basketball as anybody in the league. You know, over the last three, four weeks or so, and I got to think that you know. While you still want momentum and all this other stuff, that's got to it's got to keep mm-hmm. going. I mean, if you're a good basketball team, you're playing good. You don't necessarily need momentum all the time. You're just good. Like the Celtics don't need momentum. They, Apparently, the Knicks don't good. either. Well, Knicks struggled. Boy, it is they loud as hell when the Knicks win a few they, games. They struggled into the break. They lose four in a row, and whoo, it gets quiet. They did lose. Um, OG and Julius Randle. Yeah, losing OG is tough. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's well, they've been without Julius though. Not during like it was it was towards the tail end of that little winning streak. Julius? I think I actually think they lost OG before they lost uh, Julius. They did. Mm. That's it. They've lost Julius a couple times then. Yeah, this last time, what was it? A, a shoulder? The shoulder? He's out four to yeah. six weeks or something. Uh, the other times it was like. Oh, a sprained ankle, he's out for two games. But this one, he's out for a little while. Jason Jones of The Athletic with us. What up, Jay? You got any Doc Rivers takes you want to fire off? Oh, man. Oh, his new CM Punk hat arrived. Oh, I just noticed that. <laughs> Jay, ready to go. I got it in Oakland at the house show, so. How was that? Oh, it was cool. Uh, I'm like the father of the year because I stood there and fought the adults to get my son a Cody Rhodes autograph. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, wow. Nice. I mean, I was like, people older than me should not be moving kids out the way to get an autograph. <laughs> yeah, for real. For like, real. it just should not be allowed. But they were, I, I fought them off and I got the, you know, got my kid the autograph. So I'm the father of the year. Did, was that, um, was that the house show where Nia Jax did the bonsai drop? Yeah. It was. <laughs> poor little Maxine Dupree. Like, this is just Maxine little... didn't sell it at all. He just laid there. Well, again, to her defense, Nia landed on her quads. Like she totally. No, I, I, no, I don't think. I, I, I got to go back and look at my pictures again. I don't remember it being like that. <laughs> but who knows like i said i had the kids with me and you know and i had some pretty decent seats and you got you know random adults trying to sit in the wrong seats and they keep getting moved halfway through the show when someone shows up <laughs> getting, like, that, uh, getting that big baby photos. david <laughs> oh this your seat my bad my bad. It's like, come on, bro. You didn't. You did not buy a front row seat. You know that. You know who the person who bought that seat's going to show up. It's only been ten minutes. Hey, so let me ask both of you guys this. And I've sat, the closest I've ever sat at a wrestling event is like two rows behind the the announce table. Mm -hmm. It was for a Raw. But somebody brought up a point uh, a while ago, long years ago, and it kind of stuck with me. They said wrestling is probably the one event that the closer you sit, the more you see you probably don't want to see Mm. or shouldn't see. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> if you want to enjoy it the, as best you can, probably don't sit as close as you can. Yeah, Would you I guys agree? A, yeah, there was a kick on Saturday where uh, Jimmy Uso clearly did not connect with LA Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you know who was really bad at some of that stuff? Huh. John Cena. Oh, John Cena used to be so bad. Where he'd get you to the corner and be like. All right, I'm going to throw you against the rope, Duck. We'll come back, do a body slam. Like, bro. 
Like I get I get it, but bro, can you like play along a little bit? Like we can hear you, homie. We can hear you. Like Okay, get ready for the kick out. Like <laughs> Time to go home, guys. Okay, yeah, he's about to yeah, it's over. All right, let's go home and get a beer, boys. Let's go home and get a beer. I'm weak. Who, who had more fun at the show? You or the kids? Oh, definitely the kids. Okay. I mean, like I said, you know, he got he, he the kids got a picture with Byron Saxton. They got he got his little replica belt signed by Cody. So, you know, he's just, they, they were just like, wow. You know, I me, mean, I'm like, you know, I've you know, I've been I've seen enough shows to where I'm not like, oh, my, you know. Yeah, the kids had a ball, you know, plus it, it got me out of having to watch All Star Weekend. Oh, well, even you know, it's bad when when Jay's taking shots, the well. NBA writer is taking more shots. It was that bad. I knew it was going to be bad, but my God, this was, I mean, I, you know, I missed Sabrina and Steph on the drive, but I mean, outside of that, there's nothing I really wanted to see. And then I turned that game on, on Sunday, like in the second quarter, immediately was like, I need to go work on these stores. This is not good for me. This is is just, oh God. I mean, I can't describe how bad that was. Do you think there's anything that can be done? No, unless the players decide. I think what's going to have to happen is you put someone in there who's going to foul someone hard mm. and pretend like it's a real game. Mm-hmm. And people have to get mad. Well, Dwayne Wade. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you, I mean, these guys have no interest in doing any. I mean, at least give us some fake hustle. Mm. I mean, it was just I'd rather watch little kids play basketball. I mean, I, there, there was a million things I'd rather do than watch that ever again. I mean, it is, the last time it feels like they really tried was when Kobe passed. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, it was like, we're going to play with some intensity in honor of a guy who always played with intensity. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, like, oh, that was fun, man. Let's get back to doing what we were doing. Do you think we romanticize that a little bit as far as, like, what the All-Star game used to be? It used to be a little different in the 80s and 90s. But was there a time when Kobe was around when they – did a little bit more as far as competing or as it always I saw that you didn't see the game and maybe you heard the clip but Steph was mic'd up and he talked about he's like yeah they talk about how our game is so uncompetitive it's like the difference though is like we shoot threes that's why it looks the way it looks those guys didn't play as hard but they didn't shoot threes so all 10 guys were inside the key so it just looked like you know there, there was more going on or more competing going on there's some there, there's a little truth to that, but do we romanticize even like Kobe and early LeBron? Did they play a little harder than this? I think they did. There's no excuse though for guys just standing and staring and letting guys dunk. Oh, it wasn't man. this bad. I mean, there was always a little showmanship to the game, you know. But then again, the league did everything it could to de-emphasize defense. Mm. In the so I mean, so of course the best players in the league just play none. Now, I think what would got would riled up people not that you know, you expect that you're not gonna see, you know, you know, the bad boy pistons out there clotheslining people. Mm. But it was just there were times where a guy would be dribbling up court mm. and then guys would just stand over and let him dunk. I mean, to me, the, the the my favorite part that I did see at the end was Carl Anthony Towns going for an MVP or something. <laughs> down like by 30 that he was never going to get he could have scored 75 they oh, weren't giving like, him the MVP. that is such a carl anthony towns moment 
I'm going to go for 51 <laughs> down by 30. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think we do romanticize it a little bit, but I think because back then the whole idea was that they're going to have fun, joke around, but come the fourth quarter, guys mm. are going to catch some pride kicking. We're going to get some competition. Mm. This fourth quarter, like whatever with that, we just out here to chill. Yeah. Well, we, everyone seems to have enjoyed the Sabrina Steph part. Is there, you know, for for if, if we're booking this thing for Paul Levesque Triple H here, is is, is a little little mixed tag? Is that is that the action? Get get that, that might be the thing that you know. I you know maybe you get Steph. I don't know maybe Steph and Dame against you know Sabrina. I don't know who else you you know pair Sabrina. Kelsey with, Plum, you know. Caitlin Clark. Like you pull yeah, a, you know pull a couple yeah, of WNBA All Stars to play in this thing. Yeah, I think that. I mean. That I think when it comes to the you know everything else until the players care it won't matter. I mean the dunk contest won't matter as long as guys in the G League care more about winning it than the actual NBA stars. Mm. The All Star game won't be any different as long as you know you don't have to shame someone like, like I said someone's like out there and foul somebody hard get somebody mad. I mean you can have fun you know and still be, at least I mean those guys play with more intensity at the UCLA runs. Yeah, it's facts. That's fact. It's, it's so the the thing that I kept thinking about with that game is it's just too many followers out there. Like you said, you talk about foul somebody hard. How about somebody talk crazy to somebody? You know, we kind of almost saw that in the game on Sunday where Dame and KD had like a a second where they were starting to go back and forth. And then mm-hmm. Chris Finch called a timeout and zapped, zapped the whole energy. But talk crazy to somebody. You know, you can't guard me or this dude too small or you better switch or something like that. Something to get the competitive juices flowing from these guys because it's just, for whatever reason, it's just not happening. It was a different edge, I think. You know, I mean, there was a – I think, you know, in times past, guys in the All-Star game had real animosity with each other even on their own team like zeke and mj were not going to be hanging out outside of that team picture you know you get to the game you know you might have a guy who's just like i'm i do not like i don't know maybe someone didn't like larry bird so i'm gonna go at larry bird because this is my chance to go with larry you know you had some of that Mm -hmm. i don't get that sense in the in the modern nba you have a lot i mean all the guys who have beef with people aren't all-stars like dylan brooks isn't in the game Pat Bev isn't in the All-Star game. Mm. <laughs> so, like, even now, Draymond wasn't in. He was doing TV. So, I mean, the guys who you would think, you know, would go there with an edge mm-hmm. aren't in the All-Star game. Right. So, this is what you're going to get until somebody decides, you know what, I'm going to do something different. And even then, people probably look at that guy like, what are you doing, man? Like, stop. Right. But the guys who would do that aren't all – Like, I think even – like, I was talking to a friend of mine. I said – even guys who make the games in, in part because of their defense, people get mad they're there. <laughs> it's like, like when Jaron Jackson made it last year, like, why is he here? Oh, because he plays defense, whatever. Get him off this game. <laughs> in the end, though, does it matter? No, it doesn't. Because the NBA is going to make a ton of money no matter what. They could, you know, Indi- the city of Indianapolis made a ton of money this weekend. The NBA made a ton of money. And even when ratings and viewership are down, that check still clears. So there's, you know, we, you know, the NFL went to flag football. I mean, someone said, well, maybe you make home court advantage. I'm like, nah, 
it is what it is. And I just think until some players decide they want to play differently, this is what you're going to get. I mean, players, what was somebody was saying, put more money on the line. You know, I'm like, but how much more? I mean, I don't know how much more money it would take to get the guys to compete. Somebody said LeBron and the Lakers went pretty intense for an in-season tournament. But I'm like, those were still real games mm-hmm. outside of the championship game. Those are still games in the standings. I just don't know how much money you can incentivize for these guys to be like, you know what? If we put, you know, $500,000 or whatever per player, you know, maybe maybe that'll change. I don't know, but I, I also, have, I, I also yeah. think there was a certain level of like, you know, kind of being a, a good employee during the in-season tournament in the sense of we all thought the number one goal was to get a sponsorship headed into this new TV deal. They got mm-hmm. it. You know, the the secondary goal might be to land a a network exclusive package Mm -hmm. for for. So there was a lot of reason for NBA players to buy into the in-season tournament. The All-Star game, it's not and you bring up a great point. Like it's not like San Francisco is going to call tomorrow and go, you know, Adam, this just (laughs) isn't competitive enough. We're we're cool. Like, go ahead. Give it to Milwaukee. We don't want to do this. Yeah, we don't need we don't need the headache, you know. No, go ahead and take that, take that weekend of festivities and parties and debauchery and everything. Take that to Milwaukee. We don't yeah. want it. Yeah, we're good. Game's just not competitive for enough for us. It's it was we, so embarrassing to watch that game, Adam. We don't we don't need that in San Francisco. <laughs> we, we get it out of here. You know, yeah, it's not going to happen. That that thing makes money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, and I always know when covering it. I was like, just get to Sunday. Because Sunday was the day that no one cared about. The media didn't care about Sunday. The players didn't care about Sunday. We were all just trying to get home at that point. I think a couple of times I left on Sunday before the game. Hmm. Am I, like, no one, yeah, because no one cared about the game. Am I am I doing too much? You can tell me I'm doing too much here. Because I think, not that like they should just oh, hold their head in shame and be disgraced for the rest of their career. But I was like... Yo, these players, they should be a little embarrassed by the effort or lack thereof that they're putting out there. Once again, not asking them to play like it's the playoffs, but 200 points and just walking around the the court for four 200 points and you win by 30. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's – to me, I I don't know. Maybe I'm not an NBA player. Maybe they feel feel completely different. But I'd be like – Damn, that is kind of embarrassing. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. Should they feel that way, or is it just whatever? I mean, they won't feel that way. So, I mean, like Anthony Edwards said, this is a break. Nobody comes out here to be competitive. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, you know, those those crazy ones like the Kobe's and the Jordans and the Magics and the Birds, they use the all-star game to gain a psychological advantage. Like, yeah, even in a game that didn't matter, you still couldn't stop me. Mm-hmm. These guys are like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow, man. We hang out. You know, we'll be going on family vacations in a few months. You know, it's just a different era, different mindset. And like I said, hey, that all that money that they made, you know, it doesn't matter, man. People could complain forever. Cities are still going to fight for the all-star game. Yeah. <laughs> They're still going to make a bunch of money. And guys are still going to want to be all-stars because, for whatever reason, they thought it would be a good idea to tie all-star bursts into contracts. Mm. Mm. You know, and, and so guys are still going to want to be an all-star. 
they may not want to play in the game, but, you know, hey, they still want to be an all-star. It's always cool to me to see, like, that first-time guy who goes out there and, real, and like, he's really competitive and then he realizes, why am I doing this? No one else seems to care. <laughs> you can always tell with the fir- that, that first-year guy because he's, like, out there like, yeah, this is intense. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no one cares. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Should, should the, I'll ask both of you guys this. Is there a conversation that Adam Silver would have, should have with some of these guys that are all-stars? About like, hey, you gotta, you gotta give me. Some. I mean, because Adam, Something. we talked about it earlier. He seemed like he was not happy mm-hmm. with what he saw. He's like, hey, man, you, you gotta give me something, mm-hmm. man. Like, uh, it's kind of whack. He probably already did, and they probably said, yeah, well, give us some more money for being here. Because <laughs> I know the excuse in the years past was that the All Star break was too close to the start of the next part of the season. So guys weren't going to expend all this energy when they had a game on Tuesday. Hmm. So I said, well, listen, let's give them more time off. That didn't change. I just think, I, mean, I don't know what you can do. I mean, like I said, I watched about two minutes and I was done. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not enjoyable. But, you know, for the spectacle that it is, for all the kids, all that stuff, it's not going anywhere. So just, hey, we'll just have to be unhappy with it and, the same way we're unhappy with the Pro Bowl and same way people don't, you know, they, now they say, well, maybe MLB has the last real, like, competitive game. But even that's different because interleague, you know, it's no longer crazy to see a Yankee against a Dodger because you can see it. You'll, you'll you eventually see it in the regular season. So even that kind of lost some of its luster. Right. And even then, uh, uh, name your, your pitcher, uh, Shohei, if he was pitching – isn't pitching one inning and then being subbed out. Like that's not even a real game. Like uh, yeah. Alex Rodriguez would take one at bat and then he'd be on the, he'd be back in New York before the ninth inning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. MVP got three outs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy who got one guy had two hits. He's the MVP. Yeah. You know, I just can't, that's why I can't even know people say with a guy, a snub, I can't even get too worked up. I mean, I feel a way about the NBA guys when guys don't get in just because of the money aspect. Yeah. Because I don't think a fan vote or a media vote or a coach's vote should determine someone's salary. Is there any way to fix that? Like Kenny and I were talking about that earlier, like the all-star stuff, the all-NBA stuff, how it's you know voted on and it, and it really is subjective to a certain degree, but like there's a lot as much as – you know, 70 plus million dollars riding on these subjective opinions. Like, is there a way to fix that? Like, you know, we talked about eliminating it. Can you really eliminate it? Like, do you, do you need this financial incentive for all NBA? Like how, how, how can we navigate these waters? I don't know how you fix it in the next CBA, but I think you got to fix that. I mean, think about this. There's a good chance De'Aaron does not make all NBA this year. Because there's there's six guard spots, and some of those guard spots could be I don't know. Someone might vote Paul George as a guard, <laughs> and the, you know things like that can happen. And I don't think it's fair that you know he could potentially lose out on a supermax through he did nothing wrong except maybe be voted the the seventh best guard instead of the sixth best guard in basketball. Mm-hmm. I think I thought it was crazy that the players agreed to that. I remember my first time voting and I'm like going, oh, my God, because I remember the big deal was Paul George that first time. It was like, oh, my God, if Paul George doesn't make all NBA, it's going to do this and this. And I was like, 
that's not fair to Paul George. What if I just don't like Paul George? Right. Maybe Paul George didn't answer my question one day. <laughs> so I leave Paul George off my ballot. Yeah. And now Paul George lost a gang of money because of me. You know, look at happened to Clay. Clay Thompson lost a bunch of money because he didn't make an All-NBA team. I just think I, I felt like that was put in to control ownership that couldn't be financially responsible with their contracts. So they can say, I, it's not my fault I can't give you a Supermax. The rules say I can't give you one when it was. this is really not a player issue. But now I, I can't see the ownership in the league wanting to give that up. And this, I think, is the first year of positionless. Mm-hmm. So, like, this won't be the case, but Jokic and Joel could be all NBA first team. Mm-hmm. I think, weren't they last year? No, I don't no, think it was positionless no one, yeah, last year. Last year, year was the still still the position. I think this year is the first year of positionless. Yeah, that's just wild. You could have like you could have a Darvin Ham lineup. You could have like four. Power <laughs> wow! Wow! It could be it could be Jokic and like I don't know, Sabonis <laughs> and AD. AD. Yeah, like. And like Kevin Durant and Luca, like what is this? <laughs> Who would you rather have as your head coach, Darvin Ham or Doc Rivers? Oh, Darvin. Oh, 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 Doc. Darvin's wow. young and he's learning. I I believe Darvin can get better. Doc is Doc. Damn. Doc is Doc. I mm. mean, mm. what it's I guess Doc is Doc and. <laughs> Just, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. And I'm like, you were advising the man. <laughs> like, you knew it was going. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know. At Doc's least getting with tough Darvin, to defend. Darvin's not living off of 2008. Mm. Man. <laughs> you know, Darvin got to the conference finals in the last decade. I mean. Man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, this, I, I'm sorry, Doc. This, that was uncalled. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on, Doc. Let, I'm sorry, Doc. See, now I'm going to be rooting for the guy. I want him to win. You're going to root for Doc? <laughs> yeah, I want him to walk in at least. Well, I guess the only winning that would matter with him would be a championship. I don't know if I'd root for them to win a championship with the Kings still alive. Big, big Bucks fan, Kenny Carraway. Oh, uh, my boy Giannis. Shout no, out man, to him. Yeah, well, you know, remember Doc did coach in L.A. So, you know, that L.A. Well, thing always comes back. Kenny. Always comes back. Yeah. Good call, Jason. Shout, All roads lead to LA for Kenny Caraway. Shout, shout out, shout to, out to the Kings first, but if they're gone, shout out to my man Giannis. Hey, the Kings better get it together. There's a, there's, it's not, un, it's not unrealistic. They could be out the playoffs. It's not unrealistic at this point. No, they, they better figure. Got to play good basketball in the start of the second half. They better, they better stop losing to the Detroits at home. Well, to they the did Charlotte beat and twice. They, better, they better cut that out. They did beat Denver twice. I wish you'd tell the whole story. I, you know what? I don't care because you lost well, that'll keep to in, Detroit. That'll keep them in the playoffs, though. If they mess around, there ain't even that many more Detroits left. Well, they well they open <laughs> they, out they, the gate with San Antonio. Yeah, they That's keep damn near the, Detroit. If they keep beating the Denver's, then Do they'll they see make Portland it. again. I mean, I think one more time. Yeah, they got They got to. They got to start this second part of the season the right way and beat San Kings, I, I don't know what to make it. And I'll just be like, wow, they went out there and they beat, you know, they, you know, either that, you know, they're, they're blowing a lead to a good, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I can't figure them out. I uh, just can't. I'm sorry. Owen saying doc needs to finish his story is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
Doc needs I to mean, finish. I'm not even. I'm like, he, I don't think Doc's been. Doc has not been past the conference final since he to, the, to there since he left Boston, right? No, 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 he hasn't. No. Yeah, because the Clippers, their story with him was we're going to take a lead in the series and then somehow inexplicably well, lose the series. They didn't get to a conference finals till he left. That's that was true. The first ever conference finals. Mm. Greatest moment in Clipper history. That sounds like a shot. Jason's firing on everybody like today. It is. That's not a shot. It is. That's like the furthest they'd ever been in history. Yeah, history. you're not wrong. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need. I, I need to do better. That was. That was wrong with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clipper fans. You know, all all ten of you. I'm sorry. You talk about the uh, well, the Clippers. The Clippers might be the team to beat in the West. Uh, they're, they're the best they team very in the West well might be. You know, as long as they don't clip at the wrong time, I mean, the, I mean they they, they got to they're, they're solid. You know, they got it. You know, everything you'd want, they got. They can shoot. They have guys who can play defense. They got a great coach. You know, they got a, they got a good solid bench. You know, the, their their main kind of like kryptonite is just being the Clippers mm. and just like what's going to possibly go wrong. Because for them, then their entire history, whatever can go wrong, will at the wrong time. So. But yeah, I yeah they they look really good. Let me ask you about another Western Conference team, and I'm just trying to check the temperature of everybody. Do we all feel the same way about the Thunder as we did the Kings last year? Because remember, it was like Kings ain't never been there. It's hard to take them seriously. All this other stuff. Do people still feel the same way about the Thunder in the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, like remember they never yeah. took the Kings seriously. Yeah. yeah. Are people saying that about the Thunder? Probably not. I think that's the vibe. Yeah, that's the vibe. Like, yeah, like are you gonna really count on Jalen Williams being the star? You know, can he continue what he's been doing all year? Everyone believes I think everyone believes in Shea. Everyone likes Shea. But those guys have never been there before. So if you are in that lower half of the bracket, you're probably saying, if I gotta fall somewhere, let me fall and play them. I think they're for real. I think they're like really. They can win a round or two. I, I mean, I, I think the, the one through eight, nine in the West is you know. <laughs> but the rules are: you go your first year and lose. Those are the rules. That's what we were told last year. Well, the Kings followed the rules then last year. <laughs> oh, See that? This You're... guy, yo, yo, this guy. <laughs> what? He's been watching Damian Priest promos. I'm just seeing the rule that was told to me. They followed the rule last year, you know, and you know, and and folks were mad when everyone was saying. I mean, if if things are different this year, that the Kings may not be a top three team, people got mad and it's kind of just following the way things. I thought they would fall. I thought they would they could be as high as three, as low as six or seven, just depending on how the rest of the West shook out. And right now. I didn't think they'd be, I mean, I don't know if they're so much worse this year or as if maybe the rest of the teams around them have gotten better. Teams are healthier. But Do you buy Dallas? Hmm, I buy Luka. You know, Kyrie's a guy. You don't know if he's going to be there or not. I want to see how these new pieces they got fit in. I want to believe that they didn't trade Grant Williams for switching the Tatums. <laughs> that would be one of the pettiest Grant reasons Williams. to trade a guy ever. Hornets three and zero since Grant Williams got there. <laughs> Game changer. Game changer. You know, watch out at the bottom of the East. You know they might sneak up to ten. Put <laughs> a scare in someone. Did you guys see that they got their first double digit win of the season, like last week? 
<laughs> no. Man. No. That is a wild really. Stat. That is a wild stat. Wow. The Hornets. That, that is a wild stat. But they haven't won a lot of games. They didn't beat the Kings by ten. Bro, what is on, what is it today? On, like well, what? I, the, I was asking. I just remember that was a really like lobster like security. Security. I, I remember it was a weird game. Like I was like, what's going on? Maybe it felt like that because it was the Hornets. I mean, I'm not hating. I think they I'm lost by five or six. They oh, lost okay. by seven. Seven. Okay. Well, like I said, seven ten. I I knew it wasn't like a one point game. Security. I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be banned for next week. Now, see, I got I got to go buy Kenny a Rams <laughs> jersey. Or something. He got oh, gosh. he got his CM Punk hat on, and now he's a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've been writing all these baseball stories for the last month. I'm just tired. That's all. Of it. <laughs> right. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a fun project, but my God, I've been, I've, I've got baseball coming out my ears now. Any thoughts about the A's coming to Sacramento or should they stay in Oakland until they move to Vegas? They shouldn't like, go to Vegas. That's all I know. They shouldn't go to Vegas, period. No, I, I, I find that whole situation disgusting. Mm. I mean, it's one thing, you know, I mean, I know a business happens, but this owner hasn't even tried to win. Mm-hmm. Like it's embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing what he's done to that franchise. I mean, when a player retires and uses his retirement statement to basically say, "Sell the team, you stink." Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I mean, I guess you know, going go, going to school in Berkeley, I went to a whole lot of A's games. It kind of became like my adopted second team, so to speak, because I went to so many other games. I just detest the notion of them you know being moved for no other reason just because he can like there's no you know it's not like oakland is not a viable baseball market if you if he actually tried to put a competitive team out there people would go out there yeah you know so i i I, you know i you know if they ended up in sacramento that would to me still would be better than them being in vegas i just don't want them in vegas do you do you agree? There's there's a, a at least an underlying sentiment that if Sacramento were to move forward with this, maybe they'd wind up getting the A's long term because of the seeming like instability and fragileness of this deal with Las Vegas. Yeah, but I, that's kind of what my concern would be. I don't. It just there's no certainty with this, and it's just so weird. It's just like. Yeah, I just it's I just think it's terrible what they're doing. I I don't like it at all. You know, I know it sounds crazy from the guy who watches the who watched the Raiders go down there, but to me those are completely different situations. And in this case, I mean, the A's have some of the most loyal fans I would say in all of sports, mm. and the way they've been treated by this owner is just to me is despicable. Just you know, it's. It's almost like he says, oh, man, we we messed up and got too good last year. Let's get rid of more players because we can't keep, you know, I've got to be able to explain why I'm taking the, you know, I'm, you know, you got guys who shouldn't be in the majors playing just because you won't go out there and spend money. It's not like the A's are in a market where they can't spend money. Hmm. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. And, and I would hate for them to be in Sacramento, say, get competitive. He says, you know what, this ain't working. Let me gut this a little bit more and get him to Vegas. Well, this was a this was a very a very 
a very rock mankind '99 Royal Rumble performance from. I saw. I saw from uh, Jason uh, Jones today. I got more baseball stories to write, man. Before before that, man, shout out to Dusty Baker. Yeah, yeah, he was always good friend of Kenny Kelly. He has been so great in this series for me. You know, you know, like like I told him, he made it hard for me not to like to to hate the Giants because I always liked Dusty. And he Mm -hmm. and someone told me he's like they said cherish him because he's like our he's like our Buck O'Neill now. Mm. He's connect. You got to remember, Dusty played with Satchel Paige. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got i mean i got got to come on there one day to tell some of these dusty baker stories from back oh, in the day yeah i mean i've i've got an hour's worth of inter- an hour long interview recorded with dusty that i was using for this series and i'm like a little kid right now i've gotten so many old time players basically tell me sit down young man let me tell you about how it was in the 60s so <laughs> I think, mm. I think I think the uh, what um, I think Dave my Dave Stewart story drops tomorrow. I got a Doc mm. Gooden story coming. Oh, let's uh, go! Yeah, it, it's on the 15 Black Aces for Black History Month. The 15 Black pitchers who won 20 games. Nice. Talked to Ferguson Jenkins last week. Yeah, talking to Doc was great. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, so, that is awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I got I got a few more coming. So yeah, it's the first positive thing that's been said about anybody named Doc in weeks. <laughs> Wow. Wow. See. Oh my see. God. Wait a minute. I didn't turn heel on nobody. I was just I was just stating the, the obvious. Ham Which is now. wild. Considering you was on this show last week talking about pork. No pork. No, I didn't O'Shea Jackson Jr. said no pork. You that quoted him. Me. I quoted him. That, that that was not an endorsement of being anti pork. Okay. Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this, Jay, is, this is going completely off the rails today. Jay, we appreciate you, man. We'll be tapped into the athletic tomorrow for these for these stories dropping, man. Thank yeah. you. All right. Y'all take care. Take care, everybody. All right. That's a man, Jason right. Jones. Goodness gracious. Jason with a with a, a bad day for 99 Doc. Royal Rumble performances. Damn, it's a bad day for Doc. Well, not Doc Gooden, apparently. That was oh, a great no. interview. He's good. He's good. He's straight. But Doc Rivers, boy, oh boy, he can't wait for he can't wait for the season to start start back up. <laughs> Boy, better win some games. <laughs> that dude better win some basketball games. <laughs> right now, right this second, is Bucks Pacers. That's how they start. They're playing again. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I, I'm oh, talking about this. Playoffs. I'm talking about three and six. Oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Well. <laughs> good luck with well, that one. <laughs> good. Good luck to everybody involved. <laughs> Good luck to everybody involved. Tomorrow we will, well, we'll be a day closer to a game actually happening. Mm. Uh, we have a unique schedule on Thursday. We'll we'll give you all the details on that. We we definitely will be here. James Ham will be with us uh, tomorrow. We'll continue to talk Kings basketball as they enter this this pretty critical stretch uh, for them. And we'll talk 49ers. Uh, I read Dan Graziano's article today about uh, moves that the Chiefs and 49ers, kind of what they're looking at mm. in terms of uh, guys who are up on their contracts, things that they need to do this offseason, and obviously everything centers on uh, Brandon Ayuk. Mm. Um, I don't think it's as like black and white as Graziano said, mm. but in fina- he just boiled it down to financial terms, and there's one way for the the 49ers to keep kind of everything as is. And it's 
It's the You're one that doesn't. You're still not keeping everything. Right. It, it, it's like the most of your core. Um, but I think there's probably some other ways around this that he did talk about in the article and we'll talk about uh, tomorrow. So we hope that you're with us. We're going to head over to 1025 now. We'll run it back next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Vamos, Kentucky. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.